What's in the news, brother? I don't know. I pulled up some articles, so we have something to talk about, <laughs> just in case we okay. run out of stuff. Yeah. Um, I seen... Nothing new, really, but just so I remember. Yeah, the same shit with Biden doing fucking stupid shit. LLJ Cool J. You see that shit? Yeah. And then he called him boy. Yeah, that boy has some big arms or something. (laughs) I said it to Ashley. When I saw it, I said to Ashley, she's like, I already saw it. She had already woken up and seen it because I was out of the the apartment for for a while. And she had already woken up and Googled Joe Biden and she loves to see all the funny shit he says. <laughs> it's like the first thing she does. <laughs> you see the one with the president, uh, Brazil, Lula? Yeah. So like he's use? supposed to shake your hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, everybody's supposed to shake your hand. So he shoots uh-huh. the other guy's hand. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't shake the fucking president of Brazil's mm-hmm. hand. Yeah. Yeah. And Lula was just one like this, like saying, oh, fuck this shit. Because everybody knows, bro. Yeah. Lula make a He's gesture like, with his hands. President Biden, like can you hear me? I know. And That's he fucking said it nuts. again. He's yeah, like he... on his phone or something. Like, it looks like he's on his phone like a kid, you know? It's I don't know what he was awesome. doing. It's At this point, up, dude. If people think that this guy is signing any bills or anything, I can't yeah. stand that guy, bro. I, I don't know if no, I just feel bad for dude. him. But, and the way he talks, it's like he's always, you can tell he's like constantly or reading mm-hmm. or somebody's feeding him shit. Mm-hmm. in earpiece or something because he always sounds like everything is premeditated or whatever. It's not like nothing that comes. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Unless it's really it's stupid. All, then, you know, he, he made it up. He always sounds like he always sounds like but, you know, I'm I'm being more eloquent than him right now. Okay, he doesn't, you don't understand what the fuck is he saying. Yeah. It's like, it's like, a, it's like he's drunk or something. He sounds like he's fucking drunk. He like, does sound like he's drunk, yeah. All um, the time. Yeah, for sure. You know, I was just thinking, I, this, the presidents that have bothered me the most, like where I just, it just makes me sick that they're in power and I want them out. First one was George Bush Sr. I just couldn't stand him. I don't know why. I was I was I wasn't paying any attention to what was going on except the Iraq war, the first Iraq war, which obviously I was not interested, you know, I was, I was kind of freaked out by that. But I didn't know it was a bogus war really. Um cuz I didn't know about war back then, but he just creeped me out so much. Then his kid ran and I was so creeped out by that. Yeah. I couldn't believe that America voted for him. Like, well, I guess they didn't. I guess Gore actually won, but just by a nose, you know, and, and he just fucking made me sick the whole time. I just hated him. But I haven't felt that way. I didn't even feel that way about Trump. 
I was so happy Hillary didn't make it. I mean, Hillary would have made me feel that way, but Joe Biden makes me feel that way. Probably as bad as Bush or maybe worse. I don't know. Well, Trump got on my nerves in the beginning mm-hmm. because I thought he was like, I thought he was a little like arrogant or rude or yeah. whatever. That's how I yeah. first saw him. I didn't pay um, much attention I, to him, actually. That's probably why yeah. he didn't bother me too much. <laughs> well, me, me, I fell off of that shit. I, I have to admit, I fell off of that bullshit. I'm good yeah, I know. We talked about that it. last time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did too. But then, I did too. But then, now I understand where he's coming from, you know. I'm still not his biggest fan, but as a, yeah. like, as a c- comedy, yeah, the guy's fucking crazy. And he, it's like a watching wrestling, you know what I mean? It's like watching like a yeah, WWE. Yeah, you know? But I, you so, know, it's not that difficult to freak me out about Trump too. Like, you know, someone like Jimmy can make me feel like um, nothing to worry about with Trump. And I, my gut tells me that there's nothing to worry about. That. Um, even if he tried, he couldn't take over the country as a dictator. No. Um, but this guy, David Talbot, who wrote a book about um, Robert Kennedy and his brother, John Kennedy, is you know one of my favorite authors. Like He wrote two books. He wrote a book about Alan Dulles, the CIA director. Um, yeah. And he wrote a book about uh, called Brothers, about, about Robert and John Kennedy and their relationship. And he's so great. I mean, I just love him. I love I love his books. His books are like poetry, you know. He's so amazing. And he says, you know, Trump is like, he didn't do it last time, but this time if he gets in power again, he's really going to know he's going to do it right. He's going to take over. Like, And it makes me one, it makes me think a little bit because I respect the guy so much for his writing, but I still don't really buy it, you know. Like, I don't know where they base, I don't know what they base it on. Because he poses they, like Mussolini, like what do you base it on? Yeah, they don't. They don't really tell you. They don't really tell you. And yeah, if you listen, if you listen to all the shit that he has said, mm-hmm. that's a lot of shit that he said. I, I agree with him. You know what I mean? Me too. But that's how. Like my dad will say that that's how Hitler did it. Like he gave the people things, and he helped. He made people trust him first. But I mean. Anybody could but, do that. Anybody could be doing that. Like, how do you know Trump is doing that? Exactly. But on the thing, it's like, we already don't like whoever is in power now. We don't like yeah. him. So yeah. he, this guy might be like, let me tell you, I never thought I would say this. The same thing I would say, like, I never thought I would say, I want the winter ready here. You know, uh-huh. because, you know, I don't, I hate winter, but. Uh-huh. Since now I'm in a different situation, I can't wait for winter to get here. <laughs> the same okay, thing is happening. Yeah. Exactly. So the same thing is happening with this situation. Like, I will be, if I already decided I didn't want to vote, Yeah. but if I decided to vote, and it's in between Biden and Donald Trump, I will fucking yeah. vote for Donald Trump. Me too. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Hands just to fuck down, man. Just to fuck with these people. Just to fuck with them. And yeah. also, these people have, 
exactly. These people have shown us what they can do, bro, and where are they going already. We know where this is going. Like that's why I can't stand. I can't understand how uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. still, mm-hmm. when they ask him about if he's gonna, you know, if they do something fucked up to him, which we already know they're doing it right now. They're already doing it. They're already like they didn't give him a fucking uh, security. Uh, protection, presidential yeah. protection. They haven't. They already. They don't. Want, they're fucking rigging already ahead of time in certain states that they know. I don't understand the whole situation, but it's like the certain states that he can even show up in there or some shit like that because they're gonna switch the order of the primaries. Yep. Or some stuff like that. They're already doing it. <laughs> they are. They are fucking no, kids. I know. Calling him a uh, fucking conspiracy theorist, anti-vaxxer. Of course. Yeah. So why yeah. are you still saying, oh, they make it difficult for me. They're already making it difficult, bro. Just run for a fucking independence. Well, he, he said that all the votes that go to him go to Biden in like two or three states already. I don't even understand how that's possible, but that's what he said. And I mean, his own team is sending out emails asking his supporters if he should run third party. I mean, it's his own team is talking about it. So I think it's just a matter of time. Either he drops out or he goes third party. And that's going to be crazy if he does that. I almost hope he just drops out. I had an email already to send, not an email, but a comment on Substack. I was going to send it to him, just telling him, just fucking drop out, man. Like, you don't have to do this. Like, there's no way they're going to let you do it. You know, just just keep writing cool books. And you've already done enough. You've already, like, say, you've already, um, I used the Death Star analogy that I used on the show when we talked about the real Anthony Fauci. Like, you know, you've already, you've already done some amazing shit. You don't, you don't need to run yeah. for president. He already have, he has been putting himself over there, out there, for real. Yeah, he's already been he's in hero. danger. He doesn't. Yeah, he's actually in danger. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that shit that happened the other, that shit that happened the other day, like some dude mm-hmm. posing like, you know, he had guns and shit, and, and his. Credentials. He had, yeah, he had credentials. He had two guns, like tons of ammunition, and he demanded to see him. Fucking crazy! And and before that, a guy had gotten into the house. Did you hear that? Oh, into his house, dude. Yeah, his RFK's. You know, he hired a private security firm. Did you watch the video the guy made? No, no. So his head of security is a private guy, and he says that he's his friend. He says he'd made a video for for RFK, and he's like, my friend RFK, my friend Bobby, you know, I want him to win. Unfortunately, Joe Biden won't give him Secret Service protection, so 30 cents of every dollar that goes to his campaign has to go towards security. He said, I would donate it, but I can't. He said, I would do it for free. 
but I can't because it would be considered a campaign contribution. And I can't, I've already contributed the most I can legally give. He's like, so you have to, you know, please donate to the campaign so we can help protect him, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and he told the story about the guy who got into the house. Like a guy actually broke into RK Jr.'s house and made it upstairs. Wow. And they called the cops. Yeah. He had told the story a few times, but this guy told it in more detail. I can't remember all the details, but so it's like two really close calls. And he says he gets death threats every day. So they're they're either trying to kill him or trying to just like make him have to pay for it and wear down his, you know, so he can't, doesn't have as much money to spend. And also like to send a message, you know, Mm hmm to intimidate him that's a pretty fucking dark message man yeah i mean i remember when hillary said you know people it was like getting to be like august of the election year and she was running against obama and they were like why don't you drop out like everybody knows obama's the winner and she goes well bobby kennedy didn't get assassinated until june no maybe it was like june ish and so <laughs> she said that like in an interview yeah openly yeah huh? yeah and crazy. so it was all it was like a similar kind of thing where it was like huh how, why are you bringing this up, man? You're you're staying in the race because you think there's a chance that Obama's going to be assassinated. Like, that's when I the left the, attacked Hillary. Like, the establishment left ha- attacked her because she said that. Keith Olbermann attacked her for saying that. Which at the time crazy. I thought he was he was badass for saying it, but I think I heard about that. Either you told me before mentioned before or something or yeah but I, I, I never mentioned it i never remember those whole details like that like to me it feels it like a the reason i didn't post that thing to rfk is because i feel like it's i'm i feel like it's sort of like not cool to even bring it up like i just feel like you know yeah it just feels like wrong like to to talk about i don't know i know i don't know it just feels like kind of like like it's such a dark thing you know like taboo yeah. or something i don't know <laughs> yeah but and also you might be taking as a you are the one making the kind of like you know what i mean like making it a little threat or something? I well, I was very careful with my wording. I mean, I spent some time writing it and I was like, you know, I I didn't, I just said, I wouldn't feel bad if you, I, you know, I wouldn't blame you if you dropped out or something like that. I, did, I wasn't like, you know, I was just saying, you've, you're have you already a hero. You don't need to do any more. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I was trying to say it in the right way, but then I just decided not to even do it because... I don't even want to put it out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Enough no, and also... About it. Yeah, and also maybe he feels like he needs to do this shit, you know? With yeah, I'm sure he's thought good, about all this stuff <laughs> deeply. Yeah, with good reason. With good you reason. know, they they pulled the the emergent, the fire alarm at his announcement speech. You, 
you mentioned that that was like a warning. Yeah. Or a signal I wish, or something. Yeah, I wish you would get it, but I doubt it. And also, not him, not uh, Cornell West either. I don't know, man. I can. I love the guy, but I don't you know? see him. Yeah. Yeah. I love him the way he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Like the other day, I saw him doing a speech. Somewhere, and I think he's trying to channel like Matthew looking King too much. I don't know. Yeah, like, we should talk about that because I, um, first of all, I said something. I, I listened back to the show last week and I said two things that bothered me without really thinking, and I think it was kind of careless. I said, like, Cornell West is full of shit, and then I said the Republicans are full of shit. So I, I wanted to talk about it and kind of clarify. I don't think he's necessarily full of shit, but he doesn't he's not talking about the things that are most important to people who are really paying attention to what's going on with the WEF and the CDC and these covid policies and and uh like BlackRock and and what's happening with the food supply and farmers and stuff like I don't think he's talking about that stuff he's he's oh. ta- he's running a campaign that's kind of like 2016 you know yeah and that's what like I'm saying. I don't pay attention. I don't feel any. I don't feel any. I don't feel any. I see him like, uh, you know, like he's not talking about shit that the working class cares about right, right now. <clears throat> yeah. The shit that is affecting the working class people right now. The people that work from, you know, overtime, you know. They're they're only doing it's like just going to work, coming back and forth to work, and we can't wait to Friday to get drunk. You know what I mean? Because spend the whole fucking week working his ass off, twelve hours, right. thirteen hours, fourteen hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and even the 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 CARES Act and and all that stuff and all the black businesses that were closed, all that stuff that Jimmy brought up, it didn't yeah. phase him. You know, it's it's uh. I really feel like, well, okay, so after after talking about it last week, you know, talking a little bit about Martin Luther King, I started reading the third book written by the attorney who uh, did the civil suit against the government. And, well, it was against this guy who owned a bar across from the motel where Martin Luther King was shot because this guy was involved. So he did a civil suit and he won. He also did a mock trial on HBO and he won like they they ruled that um the patsy what's his name um james earl ray was innocent and then they had a had a had a civil trial the king family won Uh, it it took the it was like 70 hours of witnesses and then it took them like 59 minutes to come up to say that uh that the government did it um and and so that was in a court, you know, and in the there were no reporters in the room like they just didn't report on it. So nobody knows about it. That was the thing I said that that Cornel West never talks about. And so I started this third book. I, you know, I'm listening to an audiobook, And the first thing he talks about is how. One of the first things in the introduction, you know, who Tavis Smiley is. Sounds familiar. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know who it is. Yeah, the show on PBS. PBS? Probably, probably. He's done projects and shows and tours and books with with Cornel West. Maybe one, maybe more, I don't know. They did a book on Martin Luther King together, I think, or, or a book about poverty, which is great, you know, but what this guy says in the book is that he doesn't touch this topic about what they really did to Martin Luther King. And, um, and when they asked him, or he asked him, this author um, asked him, what's his name? Um, I always forget his name. Anyway, uh, he, Tavis Smiley said, I, I'm, I can't go there or something like that. Like I'm, like I have my limits is what he said. I have my limits. So mm-hmm. he knowingly is leaving that part of the equation out, right? And I just yeah. watched a, because um, I, I wanted to, to just look into it a little bit and see what Cornell's association is with this guy. It turns out they did a lot of stuff together and a lot of it has to do with Martin Luther King. And Tavis Smiley did an interview with, uh, democracy now in like 2016 or maybe 13 and he was talking about Martin Luther King and talking about the Vietnam War speech and he talks about the speech and he talks about you know how like 55 percent of the black population was against Martin Luther King when he was shot because he was against the war and it was controversial and 75% of the of the population in America was against Martin Luther King at that time. And um but what he didn't he didn't mention that they killed him cuz he said the Vietnam speech, the Beyond Vietnam speech where he said like my country is the worst purveyor of evil on the planet. He did not mention that the assassination happened 1 year to the day after that speech so that's another signal that's another you know message they killed yeah. him on the anniversary of that speech he didn't mention that he didn't even mention that you know like how do you leave that detail out you know yeah so i think that cornell west knows about all this deep shit but he doesn't talk about it and that, and that bothers me you know but at the same time it's like okay if i don't know what to say like it's a cowardly way to do it, but uh, what would be the reason? What would be the reason for them not to mention that? Well, I would say either they are afraid, or they are—I mean, either afraid of losing their life, or they're afraid of losing money, afraid of losing their jobs. You know, yeah. um, I don't know. It's the same reason why no one will talk about the vaccine. Like, you know, yeah. it's, and so I. On one hand, we have RFK who who will tell the truth about all that stuff, which is amazing, you know, and he's running for president, which scares the shit out of me because he's yeah. making a target out of himself. But then on the other hand, you have Cornel West who won't go there on any level about any of this stuff. Like he won't go there. I don't even know how deep he really goes into the Ukraine, Ukraine war. But what they were talking about back then was that the wars that we were fighting were keeping the poor down. And that was Martin Luther King's message is like, you're spending all this money on war and there's all these poor people at home, you know? Yeah. But I mean, they just kind of won't go there and it's, and, and it's the black leader. None of the black leaders will go there, you know? 
None of them. Yeah. I haven't heard any yeah. of them do it. I haven't heard many of them talk about this stuff. And it's like the King family will talk about it, you know? Yeah. Do you know that fucking J. Edgar Hoover? I mean, this is just one detail I, or I got reminded of. J. Edgar Hoover. So this guy they framed for the killing was in jail for like petty crime, right? Yeah. And he was always trying to escape. And Jagger Hoover picked him as the patsy like years before it happened, at least a year, maybe longer. Um, picked him while he was in jail, let him escape and and set him up with a with a CIA handler who sent him all around the country um, following MLK, like he would give him little projects, he would give him money. It was he thought it was just another criminal, you know, like he was the guy was like, Hey, I got a job for you. Go to go to Houston and do this or go to whatever, go to Georgia and, and do this thing and buy this I want you to need you to buy a gun and bring it over to here or, you know, and so he had him running all these like errands all over the all over the country. And um he ended up in Memphis, he ended up in the room that they thought they say that he shot MLK from. So, you know, but Hoover is the one who set him up from the beginning as a patsy, wow. like while he was in jail. <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, and this he recruited. Yeah. Recruited. That's crazy, dude. I know. Shit. The whole story is nuts, man. I mean, the FBI was involved, the mafia was involved, the fucking um, military, uh, the military intelligence was involved. It's, it's it was crazy. A cop yeah, shot. So a cop shot huh? who? The... It was a cop who shot Martin Luther King. It was a Memphis police guy. Oh my god! But the story gets darker. The cop shot him. He wasn't dead. They took him to the hospital. They were trying to save his life, and this fucking doctor comes in. He's like, "Clear the room." This is what the guy, I didn't get this from the book. I got this from a video. I keep telling people to watch it, but no one will watch it. But he actually, the guy's like, the doctor says, we need to kill this. And like, he calls him the N word and he spits on him and he fucking takes a pillow and puts it on his face and kills him that way. That's how he fucking dies. Wow. That's, I don't know how he knows this. That's why I want to read this third book because this is when he found that out. Like, I don't know how the fuck it, how he, how he knows. I think maybe he got a confession or I think there was a witness. Actually, there was a witness. One of the nurses was there or she stepped out of the room and she heard them spit on him. And they, uh, and I think maybe she saw as the door was closing or something and put the pillow on his face. I don't know. But crazy dude like that's how fucking dark this shit is and no one talks about it but they do all these tributes to him and they evoke his name all the time you know it is supposedly Martin Luther King family won a lawsuit like like they uh, you know they proved it was the government and killed him mm-hmm. stuff like that I heard that. That's what I was talking about. The civil trial. It was in 1999. That's insane, dude. They did it for like a dollar or something. Like they sued for like a dollar. 
just to prove it. And he was already dead. Wow. The guy was already dead. James Earl Ray had died of cancer or something. They wouldn't give him a transplant. Like he needed some kind of liver transplant or something. I don't think it was cancer, whatever it was. I don't think yeah. they would give it to him. And he, he died in jail before the trial. Like he died a year before, I think. But, you know, at least it, it took a jury an hour to, to decide. I mean, this guy, wow. this guy has spent, William Pepper is his name. He spent his whole life on this. Like, he was Martin Luther King's friend. He feels responsible because he he was doing work in Vietnam, taking photos of, of all the war crimes. And he put an article in Ramparts Magazine, and MLK saw it. And he wept. And he called him. And he said, I want to talk to you. And they talked, and they started working together. And that's when he became anti-war anti-Vietnam War. And he feels responsible because that's what killed him, you know? And he yeah. feels sort of responsible for his death. So um, when his friends, well, other people that were close to King said, hey, you know, Pepper, we want you to come and talk to uh, James Earl Ray because we don't think that he did it. Let's spend some time and really see, you know? And so he went and talked to him for hours in prison and spent years looking into it and after a couple years of looking into it he decided that the guy couldn't have done it and then he spent his life the rest of his fucking life like trying to trying to prove that this guy didn't do it and he was martin luther king's friend it's kind of interesting hmm. um, kind of like how rfk is trying rfk jr is trying to get sirhan sirhan out of out of or he did try a little bit to get sirhan sirhan who was accused of killing his dad, but he knows he didn't do it. So he's trying to help the guy get out, you know? Wow. Are these, are, are these uh, Ari books, you say? Yeah. Yeah, this, this one. Check. I would like to check that shit out, for sure. Yeah, I can send them to you. I mean, I, I'm, I paid for Audible, so it's like $15 a month or something. Oh, it's like one of those. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can get it for free. But, um, yeah, send me anyway. I will. Okay. There's also, yeah. I'm also reading um, A Lie Too Big to Fail, which is about our, the RFK assassination and all the evidence they have. I mean, that book is insane, man. Like all the details she has. Like it's just so crazy. It's so obvious that that Sirhan didn't do it, you know. He was in front of him and he was shot from behind, according to the autopsy. Like, it's obvious, you know. Yeah. But and even know. William Pepper, even William Pepper is trying to help Sirhan now, or he was. I don't, He's pretty old now. I don't know if he's still active, but a few years ago, he was trying to help Sirhan um, get released. How old is Sirhan right now? He must be in his 80s or something. Huh? Yeah. He must be. I don't know how old. I think he was 20-something in 68. So I don't yeah. know what that would make him now. 70-something. I guess 70-something. But yeah, I don't think they're ever going to let him out. It, it, they actually, they actually, it went all the way up to the governor, though. It all went all the way up to Gavin Newsom, and Newsom said no. 
They almost got him out, but the governor said no. Of course he did. A couple of years ago, yeah. That shit is crazy. Like they know so much shit about how they hypnotized him. Like he he was hypnotized. The other guy, the, James Earl Ray, was just like not even in the room that they say he was in. Like I mean, he may have stayed in the room, but he wasn't in the bathroom, like aiming through the window, like they say he was. Like he didn't know anything about it. Like he was already in his car driving and heard on the radio, I think that the that it happened and then he started to put it together that he was set up for it and he, and he fucking escaped he went to he went to all these different countries like he he made it to the uk i think and they that's where they got him and they they arrested him wow but, yeah anyway yeah. so i mean this is stuff that everybody should know about you know because i, know, I think dude. there's it even has lbj Lyndon Johnson's initials on the on the order to kill MLK. So it went all the way to the top. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And and you know, no one will talk Almost about it. Nobody and, knows about it. I know this is this shit is even less known than um JFK or, or RFK, like it's like people say it all the time, but they don't know the details. Like how, I mean, if you know the details, it's like so dark, man, like the shit that happened. I mean, they thought he, there was going to be a revolution. They thought that he was going to be able to pull off a revolution. They really thought that he was going to do this poor people's march on Washington. And it was going to be like Occupy, where it was going to be like a tent city on the lawn in front of the fucking Capitol or whatever. I don't know what it was on the memorial. I don't know where it was going to be, but... Um, and they were worried about it. He was also threatening to run a third party with Benjamin Spock, who was a famous doctor at that time, who wrote a, a real popular book about child raised, you know, babies. Um, so him and Benjamin Spock were going to run a third party, and that also was really dangerous, you know. But I think wow. they stopped that. I don't think it was going to continue. So I think it was mostly the poor people's campaign that they were going to do. And they, the way this guy paints the picture is like they had to do it because they knew there was going to be a revolution. Yeah, they freaked out. They freaked out and they said, fuck, we need to stop this guy. Yeah, so that that's why I worry about RFK. It's like, fuck, dude, if it gets close to where they think he's going to be able to pull it off, you think they're going to let him? I mean, they already yeah. know no one will talk about it. I mean, no one talks about Martin Luther King. No one talks. I mean, it's easy to cover this shit up. They already know they can get away with it. Although people are way more awake now than they were then. Yeah, and so also, I also, I don't think they do that shit no more. I think what they do now is like the character assassination shit that they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that it, I think it is the last resort. That's what this guy says. Like assassination is the last resort. Yeah, and this time but we would have given a fucking break. I know. Uh -huh. No, I'm saying like in these times, they put a accusing us on rape or fucking something. Yeah, like Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah like Russell Brand shit or any, any time now they want to get rid of somebody that just coming up with poor 
women saying they were raped and that's it. And you don't know yeah, their man. name. Oh, I shit, I'm talking over. Yeah. yeah. I wonder about RFK because he <laughs> he was a total womanizer back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, he's, similar he's, to, he's similar to Russell Brand, huh? He runs in the family. Exactly. You know, like Good-looking people, whatever, money. You know, yeah, they boys. said that women couldn't resist him. He was just like, he was like the sexiest guy that any of them had ever seen. So, I did that shit. So anyway, I don't know, man. But I said that shit, so that's what I meant. I mean, that's kind of what I, why I said that about Cornel West. He's full of shit. I don't know that he's full of shit, but I don't know what it is that stops him from going deeper into this stuff. And I don't, I don't doubt his intentions, but mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Like he's running into, he's running into this like neo-fascist Trump, you know or whatever, mm-hmm. and dude, I can't even tell you how many pro-Trump YouTube videos I've seen from black people. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. ridiculous. Like, I never thought, I never dude. thought so many people be, like, pro-Trump, like, the African American community. Yeah, even I, Ashley, I mean, she's, like, you know, it would be no contest for her to vote for Trump if it was Biden and Trump. I mean, exactly. she, she plays, she really, really, really hates Biden because of the racist shit he said. I mean, she has it all memorized. Like she knows everything he's ever said. And she has a long list of stuff. She plays the videos all the time. And it's like, he said some fucked up shit, dude. All his life. And, yeah. and not only yeah. not only what they say because people need to like stop fucking counting uh saying that I'm not a racist, right? Or or I am the protector of the races or the genders and the this and that or whatever. And mm-hmm. people need to pay more attention to action. And the mm-hmm. action of Joe Biden mm-hmm. all his life is actions. Even, okay, let's say I, I, would, I would go as far as say there's no better racist than Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I'm basing it on actions. Because whatever mm-hmm. he did, everything he did, all he did was fuck the people of color. Fuck everybody, you know, but we need to include the people of color because, yes. you know. So, yeah. for me, that's why um, every every step that you did affected people of color more than anyone. In, including you know I mean? picking Joe Biden as a running mate. Exactly. exactly. And everything that Joe Biden has done Everything, any bill he passed, most of the shit is affected the black and black and American community. So, at this point, 
this African American community already it looks like it opened their eyes. They're saying, you know mm-hmm. what? Fuck this, you know. And I guess I don't know. They had time to do the math when mm-hmm. Trump was in office, and as soon as Biden got in office, dude, since Biden got in office, it's been since day one. If we count, like on day one when they were doing the ceremony, mm-hmm. the official ceremony to making the president, mm-hmm. the U.S. Army was already crossing the Syrian borders. Mm. invading Syria wow. the first day. Wow. The same day. I didn't know that. That's how it started. The first day he was already doing shit. Fucking people. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. Starting wars, doing shit. And all the shit that he was doing when he was vice president in Ukraine with his oh. son, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like people see now all that shit, you know. I mean, look so, at look at like look at how he plagiarized so many times, and all the lies he told. He's still telling li- like crazy lies. He, like he they give him a pass it. on everything. And he's so full of shit, bro. He's so full of himself. Like he's so full of himself in the sense that he can't stop talking about himself. He can't. He can't. Mm-hmm. That's why in the middle of a speech in Hawaii, he started talking about when he almost lost, lost his, his Corvette. His Corvette or whatever. You know what I mean? He can't his stop. Cat. <laughs> his cat, his Corvette. Oh, that was amazing. That was crazy. That was a real drama, you know? And then he says, and then he says, all joking aside, like these yeah. people just were devastated by these fires, like thousands, or, you know, like a thousand kids are missing or whatever. And he's like, all joking aside, like why are you joking at all right now? <laughs> I can't stand that motherfucker. Every time he says, I, I mean it, I mean it, yeah. and I mean it. I know. Yeah. Every time he says, I mean it, I know he doesn't mean it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly yeah. the opposite. Yeah. But I can't stand him, uh, you know, and I don't feel bad that he's. But I think it's abuse what they're doing with him. But what? Whoever thinks at this point that this guy can sit on a table and say, you know what, I'm going to sign this bill because I think this bill is going to be better for this or better for that. It's a fucking. He's living in La Land, okay? There's no way. The way this shit goes, he sits on the fucking table and they tell you, you just sign him. Don't worry about it. Yeah, sign, sure, sign, sure, and he sure, signs. Sure. And he can't wait to go change his diaper or fucking have some ice cream. You know yeah. what I mean? I know. I, I don't think he's running the country. And I don't think the president's run the country anyway, necessarily. Anyway, yeah, exactly. But maybe Obama was a little more involved, maybe a lot more involved at the time, because I know that Obama didn't go as far as the intelligence community wanted him to go. He wasn't as tough on Russia and Syria as they wanted him to be. You know, he pulled back here and there. And I think they did things to him to warn him, which I've talked about before, like leak his, his itinerary, 
on the street. They, the Secret Service dropped his itinerary in the street, which was really dangerous. So people could see where he was going to be. And um, they had these uninvited guests that showed up that were leaked, that were allowed to come in because of the Pentagon. The Pentagon put that, let them in. And it was like, you know, the way it was, my understanding of it is that that was a warning, you know, right around the time when he was deciding about troop levels in Afghanistan, he was going to maybe do less or maybe pull some troops out or whatever. And he didn't. And, you know, so I think maybe Obama was in, maybe he didn't try as hard. He didn't, it wasn't like a blank check like it is with Joe Biden. Like it's a blank check with Joe Biden, whatever the intelligence community wants to do, they can do whatever the Pentagon wants to do. They can do, I think, you know, which is dangerous. There's no check on them. One time that I started paying attention to what Obama was doing, Mm -hmm. it's right there when he signed those NAFTA agreements Mm -hmm. and showed that. And I remember, Mm -hmm. like, he was, he came out on the television and they talk about it. And that was the beginning. That was the Mm -hmm. beginning of all this shit. Like, Jobs leaving the country, uh, the inflation that happened in 2008, mm-hmm. eight or nine was the same shit that happened now. But right now it's even worse. It's ridiculous, man. It's like, yeah. Well, the, the thing that he did that freaked me out was he actually assassinated two Americans in I think it was in Libya, um Alwaki Al I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but there was a guy who was a Muslim, sort of a terrorist related guy, but he was an American citizen and he droned him. Then the guy's son went to I think he went to Libya or somewhere in the Middle East to to kind of visit or maybe look into what happened to his father or I don't know. And he killed him with a drone, the kid. And yeah. And then he was set to kill the daughter, the guy's daughter, uh, who was a child. I think she may have also been an American. I'm not sure about that, but Trump did it, but it was planned under Obama, but Trump did the, did the hit or the, or the, Trump, I think, just let the CIA. That's the thing about Trump. He let the CIA do whatever they wanted with the drone program, which is really fucking horrible, you know. They say he didn't start a war, but that's pretty awful. So what do you say? The Trump what? You said the Trump uh, program? Trump Trump just let the CIA do, take over the drone program. Like, you know how, oh, the drone. how Obama, Obama had the kill list? I don't think yeah, Trump had yeah. to kill us. I think he let them do whatever they wanted. Oh, so that's how he got the general, got the general from Iran, or something like that. Yeah, that also happened. He also did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pretty yeah. freaky. That was really but that's what I don't like about Trump because he brags about shit like that. Like he he says some fucked up shit too. Like I, I mean, I don't think he's a hero or anything. I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. To me. No, I. Mean, he also, you know, when he was talking about draining the swamp, all I said, the first thing he did, which is like, 
put everybody in this government. Everybody he picked was from banks and shit. You know what I mean? Wall Street. Yeah, and, for, and, and then he picked that, that guy from the Bush administration with the big mustache. What's that guy's name? That guy was awful. Oh, yeah, the warmonger guy. And he, yeah, and he he betrayed him anyway. Wrote a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. But I think he didn't. Yeah. They say he didn't know what he was doing, and this time Pompeo. he didn't know what he was. Mike Pompeo, right? Wasn't that Mike Pompeo? No, well, he was one too, but this guy was um, what was his name? Um, uh, John something. Mustache and a glass glasses, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the guy I thought it was Mike Pompeo. Well, Pompeo was like head of CIA and then he became like, I don't know what his position was. I guess. Yeah, Pompeo, uh, Pompeo has a mustache too, right? Or not? No, he he looks more like Tony Soprano. Mafia, <laughs> 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 Yeah. He, he actually had... A, RFK was talking about he had dinner with Mike Pompeo recently. And Mike Pompeo told him, he goes, yeah, the CIA, man, he's like the top guys in the CIA, like the top 25% or 20% or whatever, they don't even believe in democracy. Shit. Yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, and RFK was like, I can't tell you who else was at that dinner, but it was bizarre. <laughs> it's the weirdest dinner I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> Yeah, because people are like, "Why are you having dinner with Mike Pompeo?" You know. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, he also, he also with that thing with Israel and everything, it's a little, you know. But hey, I'll take it. I'll take it, bro. After all. Yeah, I I can't help but love the guy. I I just can't help it. I'm I'm fascinated by him. I I watch everything. I watch all his interviews. I'm just. Like, I love his dad. I mean, like, that book, Brothers, I was talking about before, it just, you read that book and you just fall in love with the guy. Like, he was just so amazing. And, Even his wife know. is super cool. Huh? Even his wife RFK. is super cool. RFK Jr.'s wife? Yeah, what's her name? Yeah. Cheryl? Yeah, Cheryl. She's super cool and hot, too. She is, yeah. And you know he he loves her like the way that they are together. You could just tell that he he absolutely loves her. Uh, no, that interview with Bobby Lee was kind of cool. Was kind of crazy. What was that? That interview with Bobby Lee. With Bobby oh Lee yeah, show. that interview was great. That show was funny. Did you see the beginning of it when the guys like doing all that wacky shit and our kids just looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which guy? The guy with that the Bobby Lee. That Bobby Lee guy is just like doing all this crazy stuff in the beginning, like singing weird songs and stuff, and, and RFK is just sitting there looking at him like. Ah yeah 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 I saw a fire. RFK is like, what the fuck's going on with this bitch? I know, and then it got really good after that. Yeah yeah. In the beginning, it was crazy. It was like, what the, like, it almost felt disrespectful, you know. But yeah yeah. And Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee has a guy there working. Looks like Bill Gates. You notice? Mm. There's a guy with a suit. It looks like fucking Bill Gates. I didn't know who that was. I didn't know if that was if he was with him or if he was with RFK. 
I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea because I know Bobby Lee. He has, you know, I've been I've been watching his shows for a while. You know, I don't know all of them, but the drama. There was a time there was this drama, and then uh, that girl, the Filipino girl, with yeah. him. They used to be together. Yeah. But, but then you know, the whole drama, and then they split up. But now they're very good friends. They still live together, but they're friends, mostly. Mm-hmm. So I followed them. It was kind of funny and shit like that. And, you know, it's kind of like a soap opera kind of shit. And mm-hmm. once in a while, you have these other guests, these other comedians. So it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't think they were going to that. RFK was going to go to that show. I think that was a yeah. good move. As far as. Dude, that was the best interview I've ever seen with him. Like, I just yeah. loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. It was very, it was very natural. Yeah. Uh, and it was a good move because a lot of people watch his, so those podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't need to go to MSNBC or anything like that. Hell no, dude. Why go on there and talk to people who are going to hate him no matter what, you know? No, exactly. It's yeah. actually reaching more people now because nobody's yeah. watching MSNBC. Who's watching MSNBC? Those fucking yeah. shit lives. CNN just had like... their lowest numbers in history the other day. Dude. Exactly. Yeah. So He's got a good strategy. I think he could do it. If he goes third party, I think he'll win. Yeah. And think, then, you know. what do you think about the whole, um, well, we actually talked about it in the last episode we did, mm-hmm. about the Peter Dow. Right. Right. And I didn't know who he was. I didn't know that he actually was Hillary's campaign manager. I didn't know that. But you mentioned it to me the last time. And funny. After that, that was the first time I heard about it. Because they announced it right before we did the show. Like, I saw it on Twitter, like, like an hour before or 10 minutes before or something. But so. then I saw the whole shit that started on Twitter about the guy. Mm-hmm. And everybody mm-hmm. saying the guy used to work for Hillary. He used to be a shit dick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he went to the Savvy Sab interview, I think. Is he an interview? Mm-hmm. I think with Savi, mm-hmm. and I don't know if she, I don't know if he, I don't know if it was Savi or, or yeah, I think it was her or Kim. It was mm-hmm. his Savi Kim or Joy, uh, mm-hmm. the girl from the hair, Brianna, Brianna mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but and the guy sounds sounded sincere for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually admitted, he said, you know, it could happen. That, yeah, it used to be that way, but then I changed because I saw this bullshit, you know what I mean? And that could happen. It happened to me. I used to be in the same sure. boat, you know? Yeah. Until I started yeah. realizing, hey, wait a minute. What am I doing? This is bullshit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's worse things than that. I think that... um it is weird though that that like Jill Stein said she tweeted. That's how I found out about it because Jill Stein said I'm the one. No, actually that was the next day. Jill Stein said, the I'm day. the one who picked Peter Dow. Yeah. For for West. So she's bragging that she's the one that picked him. 
to yeah. advise she with. said we need a real campaign manager and that's but you know, <clears throat> i like the way he spoke when he was talking about west i don't know it yeah. seems to me like he the respect mm -hmm. he has for him is very sincere i don't know maybe yeah. he's cool. maybe he's an asshole yeah well maybe it's because he's a democrat <laughs> Yeah, maybe exactly, but it could go anywhere. But the things like, I don't know, we sat with, we have to settle for something because nobody ever is going to be, who's going to be, you know. Yeah, well, who's gonna you know, be right there? I, I don't think the black community really trusts the, their leadership. Like, you know, people like Jesse Jackson and, um, all these guys, like, I don't think they really trust him. I don't know that they trust Cornell. I don't know how much they really resonate. Yeah. I mean, like I, the Black Caucus of the Green Party um, is totally opposed to, you know, or or um, uh, Cornell is completely opposed to what the Black Caucus of the Green Party is concerned about, which is like vaccines and stuff like that. Like, they're not, he's not, he he told Jimmy that that's not a priority. I know, I know that's crazy, and it, it's crazy to me that he doesn't think that the whole thing with the mandates and the vaccine, yeah. the implication, yeah. FY, and, and all all of it, like you know, taking away ivermectin and any other, you know, even antibiotics. They're saying now that antibiotics work on COVID, um, and and yeah, how. How can he be so worried about neo-fascism? Right. And he doesn't see this as a neo-fascism. That's the thing. Like, okay, how how much documented is the fascism of Trump versus Biden? I mean, with Biden, we have a million examples of totalitarianism. Yeah. Freedom of speech is being curtailed. It's just like full on. Like they want to put people in jail for speech. They they want they want to track everyone. You know, I mean, it's it's fucking terrifying. How does that not bother you, dude? Like, I I don't understand how you can't be accused of being a part of it if you're not going to oppose it. You know, exactly. It's like how how can he not see that those, that this is kind of like a fascist behavior? Completely. Exactly. You know I, mean? I mean, it's way worse than anything Trump did. Exactly. I don't I don't understand how we're supposed to take on faith that Trump is going to be Mussolini when we know that Biden and what it's not a person it's an entity it's the entire apparatus is going fascist on us you know what I mean like they're not they're doing the opposite of protecting us yeah no, they're doing they're everything us. yeah They've declared war forcing, on the population. They're forcing shit on us. They're forcing people not to go to work. They're mm -hmm. destroying businesses with this bullshit. They're fucking mm -hmm. buying Which everybody's property. I mean, the, the, the CARES Act was Trump, so we have to remember that. Like When we talk about the black businesses that were crushed, it was bipartisan, but Trump was president when they did the CARES Act and they did the lockdown. You know? So the black people that are for Trump are overlooking that. I think yeah. it's more of an emotional thing. 
I think they should be for RFK personally. Yeah. But if they have debates, all that shit will come out. But they won't. <laughs> they won't. Well, maybe they will have to if he's a third party. He know, has to run third party. He has to run. No other way, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't want to make a prediction, but I felt all along that he would if he was going to continue. He'll either drop out or, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. He seems to know what his mission is and he seems to be committed to it and he knows the risks and he thinks that we're going to end up in a fascism that lasts forever and he doesn't want his kids to grow up to live in that world and he wants to fight it. He wants to do everything he can to fight it even if there's a small chance. Like, And I got to respect him for it but at the same time it's like if it's a if it's if it's a no if it's an obvious thing that you're not gonna be able to do it, maybe you should just fight a different way, you know? Yeah. He's been doing it forever. Like that Fauci book was the greatest thing I ever read in my life. Like that's the most courageous thing anybody's done in years, <laughs> in my opinion. Well maybe Jesus is pretty fucking courageous too. Yeah. But it's right up there with Julian Assange in my opinion. Yeah. No, exactly because the, no, this those these times that we're living right now, uh, that's the reason for the whole issue with Cornell West, because like how can you not say this is one of the most uh right in your face event that happened? That is very worrisome for the future of the regular people, you know, or humanity or whatever. That shit, you know, the whole the whole thing from the beginning, creating a disease, man-made, and put it out there, and then coming up with the fucking vaccine, medically in a year or something, in six months, I don't know how long it would take. It was like a year. Yeah, nine months. year. But they also, you know, the other thing, or was it two years? I can't remember. Maybe it was a year. But the the other thing is that not only did they create it, but they had the antidote like 10 years before. They already knew that ivermectin and zinc and all this shit worked. They wouldn't have made a virus they wouldn't have created a fucking bioweapon to to release onto the population if they didn't have an antidote because they were all be vulnerable. They had the fucking right. antidote. They knew about it. And we know they knew about it because they published an article about it. I think it was Paul Offen, one of those guys, published an article about how they figured out how to, you know, cure this thing, that they were able to transfer viruses from bats and then they were able to cure it. And I don't remember what it was that cured it, but it was one of the drugs that they knew cured it in the end. And so it's like, then they then they made the antidote basically illegal for us to take, you know? They demonized it in the press and said, you know, and they, they did make it illegal because some judges wouldn't even give it to people who are dying of COVID and they wouldn't let the, the family give them ivermectin. 
But Colonel West doesn't know any of that shit. So that's why. Does he not know or does he not care? I mean, I don't know. He probably doesn't know. It's like oh, he won't he look into it. it. Exactly. He won't look into it because he thinks that, you know, he 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 might he might uh fall on the trap. You know what I mean? Dude, if he won't speak out if him and his friend Tavis Smiley won't speak out on an MLK book about the truth about the death of MLK, he's afraid to do that. Of course he's gonna be afraid to to take on these motherfuckers now. And this is fucking happening now. That shit happened fucking 50, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. he's afraid of of uh, the FBI now because of what they did to MLK, do you think he's going to be brave enough to take on the, the intelligence and the, and the fucking DOD and all the people who are involved in this shit? <laughs> it's like no fucking way. And and I think he also the I think in my opinion that's the uh, the danger of of being to have so much education too mm-hmm. that when somebody tells yeah. you something you don't look into it because you're already thinking you, you are so right about the, that man how the fuck are you telling me because that's how he reacted when Jimmy told him. Yeah. Uh, when Jimmy told him about, he just said something like, "I don't think they are advising you right." He took it personally, like he was saying, yeah. "Like you're a fucking moron or something that you let people to tell you or think for you or something." Which that was not what. Uh, I know he was uh, giving him the benefit of the doubt that he was getting advice. He was trying to exactly. give him an out. Yeah, he was telling like if this is a strategy because normally, you know, when you have a, a team or whatever, this is probably a strategy to something to say, oh, we should touch these points, we should talk about this and we should talk about that. So what Jimmy was trying to say is like whoever is telling you this shit to talk about this kind of stuff is not right. It's not that's mm-hmm. not the right way to 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 accomplish what you want to do, which is reunite yeah. people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he yeah. took it personally. He took it personally. Yeah. Like he was telling an idiot. You know, like a shit lips react normally. They they live in so much world of uh, privilege and mm-hmm. they think they have this most amazing they work, they have a PhD and this or whatever the fuck they have a PhD on mm-hmm. and they think that's enough for everything. And no, bro. If you don't know how yeah. to swim, doesn't matter how many PhD you have, if you if your boat fucking <laughs> drowns and you don't know how to swim, that fucking PhD is not gonna help you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So and right. this stuff this is not coming from me. That's a famous Cuban uh kind of like story. Uh-huh. It's like a joke or story. Uh-huh. That it's about that. It's about some asshole crossing the. You know, in the old times they used to have like a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you needed to cross to the other side or whatever, there was somebody have a boat and it, it's kind of like a taxi or whatever just to cross the river. Like a ferry. Yeah. Yeah, like a ferry. But it wasn't mm-hmm. the old times. You know, it's some dude with a fucking boat rowing or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, some asshole like this, you know, thinking he's the best or whatever, everything, some smart dude from professor mm-hmm. or whatever. 
He would say, oh, you know about this? No, I don't know. Oh, you lost a quarter of your life or you or whatever. So and then at some point, something happened and the fucking fell off. And You know what I mean? And the mm-hmm. guy, the rise above, whatever, he said, you know how to swim? No, I don't know how to swim. I said, well, you fucked, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So yeah. don't act like because you have a PhD, somebody can teach you something. You, you, exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that... Any, that happened to anyone. Me. Yeah. Go ahead. That, hap- that happened to me with my brother and my father. Like my brother, anytime I talk to him like about Whitney Webb, I can't talk to him about anything anymore. Like he just won't answer my emails if I mention anything political. Uh, yeah, but yeah. when um, when uh, when we were talking about cover in the beginning, we're talking about even just masks. Like he he would just email a fellow professor and the guy would say oh that's been debunked and he would just email me back and go that was debunked i talked to my friend you know blah blah and it's like that's it that's all they do you know then my my dad is just like he doesn't even know he he doesn't know anything about anything like i try he's been more open my dad is more open than my brother like um like I sent him some stuff from from uh, the, the Pfizer uh, leaks and stuff, like the not the leaks, but the um, documents that they released about their testing and stuff. It's like yeah. all in there. They they list all the side effects. They knew that they that they there's all kinds of horrible shit in there, you know. And, and they knew about it. They all knew all about any of it. Yeah, they did. And now there's new emails. Did you hear about the new emails? This came out this week. Is that a thing that is the link that you sent me? Uh, I don't Send know. To, Maybe. To, to Leila? Yeah, I think I I think so. Yeah, I said you should send yeah. that to her. But the the article is not written in a way that she would react well to. So I don't think it's a very good article. But Yeah, no, I didn't send it because then I know how she's going to react. Yeah. Oh. The way these Better guys pick. are writing stuff, they're writing to the people who are already convinced. So they're not going to convince anyone what they're writing. Exactly. No. But somebody should. And, you know, supposedly these articles, these emails are from the White House, and they talk about knowing that, that these deaths were happening from the vaccines in, like, May or something of 2021, which was the first year of the vaccine. So they knew pretty early on that this stuff was going on and Pfizer knew before, and it was designed to do that, you know, I think. And it's, it's fucking horrible, but I don't know if it's, if it's ever going to come out. (laughs) Yeah. This, this thing, man, if you don't recognize that this thing that happens with the COVID, it, it is the most, uh, outrageous things that have happened in history, you know. Yeah, uh, it's it's been one of those events that you have to you have to acknowledge that it's fucking crazy. All that shit that happened, and there's people that yeah. need to be put in jail and yeah. have some kind of a trials like the the same what they did with the with the Nazis. Nazis, yeah. I know, dude. You can't even bring it up. You can't even make the comparison even a little bit. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
And also, the way he speaks, man, the last speech, he's, he's always talking about Coltrane and this and that. Most of the fucking people don't know who Coltrane is. So they're not going right. to grasp whatever you fucking try to say, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I'm just doing the jazz thing. I'm just doing the jazz thing. It's like, what the fuck is that? You know? What does that mean? Yeah. The jazz thing. Like, that's why I, I posted on Twitter. I was like, Coltrane is like the sex pistols were to anarchy because with, with the sex pistols, they were like anarchy, anarchy, but they weren't really like anarchism is like democracy, you know, yeah, but they were yeah. singing about chaos. They were like chaos, anarchy, chaos. And it was like, they turned it upside down and had a whole different meaning. And they did all this fashion. Like they had t-shirts and stuff. Like he reminds me of that. Like he was like a, like a civil rights version of that. Like it's all fashion. It's all like flair and, and style. He's style. He's got style and it's cool, but it's not for this time, man. It's for like 10 years ago. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't resonate with me at all. And it's not because I don't agree with a lot of what he's saying. It's just, he's not getting to the heart of it and he's letting a lot of stuff go by. That's really important. Yeah. And the first time he, I saw him talking, and then it reminds me after, especially after we came from the Bernie Sanders fiasco, mm-hmm. the whole fiasco with Bernie Sanders, you know, when he refers to Biden, my good friend Biden, whatever, yeah. and then this guy is just coming up saying, "Brother Biden." Mm-hmm. Right like, away, he said in his first fucking the his first, first day announcements. Yeah, 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 the first day. Brother, brother Biden, whatever. It's like, I don't know about that. It's, like, it's horrible. I mean, even even RFK says that Joe Biden is his friend. <laughs> it's just politics. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. It's like politics, Your friend is trying to kill you. <laughs> politicians are not going to change. Our, are not going to, I don't know. Politicians are not going to. I'm not going to change the, uh, our reality. Yeah, only in the bad way. Only in the bad way, exactly. No, I mean, that's why we are where I, we are. What he says his plan is to replace the heads of all these corrupt, co-opted agencies, it's like, sounds really good, you know? But, and he's so confident. He knows what to do. And it's like, okay, it sounds good on paper, but are they going to let you anywhere near it? I don't know. Yeah. It sounds great, but I don't, I don't know. know. It's, I don't know. Let's see. So what the, are the elections this year, November? Or no, 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 no. Or 2024. Next year, yeah. November 2024. Yeah. Yeah, we, we still have a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah, he still has but, time to switch over. Oh yeah, yeah. There will there will be a time when he won't be able to do it. Like it's too late. I think in January or something. It's like too late. But, Can he do it after the primaries? If he goes to the primaries, or I don't. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know if he has. There's some kind of deadline for getting on the ballot in all the states. And uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how he was going to get on the ballot. I mean, if he were to switch, I don't know what he would do. Like how he would. I don't know what he's going to do. Run libertarian. I don't know if there's a party he could join. 
I don't, I don't know. Isn't, uh, isn't there a, like an independent party, something that's called independent or not? I think there is, but I don't know right. how powerful it is. I don't know how, if it has ballot access, I don't know. Um, I think the independent party, the one that's called an independent party, they always say don't vote for that party because they're re they're like Republican or they're like right wing or something. I don't I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really not that that aware of all. I really I think at, at this point we need to start like thinking about trying to find uh, even if these people are Republican or whatever. Uh, we need to find common ground at some point. Dude, check this out. I just saw this before we started talking. Um, 51 Congress members co-sponsored uh, a bill um, or an act to withdraw from the WHO. Um, it's, a, it's called the WHO Withdrawal Act. Um, yeah. You know how the WHO wants to be able to control our pandemic responses so that the government has no power, like the WHO will have the power. And yeah, yeah. Um, 51 House representatives signed on as co-sponsors of this bill to like withdraw from the WHO or the WHO, whatever that means. But it sounds good. I mean, it's like cool, right? Yeah, so I yeah. looked at it. There's two things about it. One thing is it says not even one senator has shown the courage to simply copy the bill and submit it as a companion legislation in the Senate. So only the House is dealing with it. Not, the Senate won't even look at it. And if it was going to pass, we would need both houses to get involved, right? The other thing is out of all the 51 House members who signed this thing, not a single one is a Democrat. They're all Republicans. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Which is amazing. Like, yeah. but I don't know if they, I don't know if it means anything. I mean, there's tons of stuff that happens when you know you don't have the power to do it, you know? Yeah. But it's kind of interesting. The Republicans yeah, are, that. not all the Republicans. So I said last time the Republicans are full of shit. I wanted to talk about that too, because I, I don't think they're all full of shit, you know? When I watch the mainstream Republicans talk, like in the debates, they talk about going to war with China, and and it's a, just like stuff that's completely nonsensical, you know, just to pose and, and and act like they're tough and stuff. Like it's just bullshit. That's what I mean when I said the Republicans are full of shit. No, Republicans some, like for the mainstream ones are as, as out of the loop as the Democrats. You know, there's only a few that are really into you know aware yeah. of what's happening. No. Because that's what I saw hard, man. But for example, today I was watching uh the video of this I think it's a senator too, I don't know who he is. I've seen him before. But he was talking about I guess like there was some kind of hearing or something about sending more money to Ukraine. I don't know if it's an mm -hmm. came and asked mm -hmm. for more money or something and spoke to them. I don't know. What was it? But it was this guy, they were doing an interview with him and he was like actually opposing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, sending more money to Ukraine. But mm -hmm. the way he phrased it, that, he was like, he's only concerned about which 
it's, it's my same, you know, I have the same concern about the money that we're sending over there. And these people mm-hmm. are acting like, like he was saying, like, oh, they were, they were applauding to the Senate or whatever for sending money over there, like saying, oh, that was great. And this guy is saying, yeah, but you guys are acting like it's your own money, but this is the people's money you send me. You're acting like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree with him, but then there was, after that, he keep talking, and then he's, he doesn't give any importance in the fact that we might be at the risk of World War Three with nuclear mm-hmm. powers and shit, right? right. He's just concerned mm-hmm. about the money. So he's basically saying, that's yeah. a Europe thing. That's an issue with Europe. Europe is the one, Germany is the one that should be helping Ukraine or whatever it's like. Instead of saying, no, we mm-hmm. need to stop this shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. We need to, we need to start mining our own business mm-hmm. and let live and let live. And right. maybe what we need to learn is how to negotiate business. Let's do business. Uh, you know, yeah. help each other out. Let's do business. Uh, I sell you this, you sell me this, whatever. Instead of wanting to own everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it might be prosperity for everybody. I don't know, right. but uh, but in a way, at some point, you have to find common ground with these people because exactly, it, I agree with you there. This might this might be the people that are gonna fucking. Help do you think us that out. Martin? Do you think that Martin Luther King would not have negotiated with Republicans to better? things for his people, for the people, for poor people. I, I mean, think he would. Of course he would have. He, would. Yeah. he wasn't a Democrat. He actually talked about these Democrat uh, liberals and shit. The same right. way that Malcolm X did too. Malcolm yep. X talked about it too. Yep. Say, i rather... And the fucking president signed off on his assassination. I mean, it's like he was a Democrat, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, all the assassinations happened under Johnson. Isn't that a coincidence? Well, yeah. JFK was not under Johnson, but Johnson was right under him waiting to take over. Yeah. And then yeah. Bobby and then MLK and then Malcolm X. Like, all that shit happened under Johnson. You know, Johnson and Hoover used to live next door to each other. And they would walk yeah. their dogs at night together and talk about all this shit. Holy shit. So who who got killed first? Uh Kennedy or Martin Luther King? Well JFK was nineteen sixty three. I don't know what okay. year Malcolm X was, but I think he was before Martin Luther King. Then Martin Luther King in nineteen sixty eight, I think it was uh April fourth, and then um June I don't know which day it was, June fifth maybe RFK. Just a few months later. Wow. It's a whole yeah. it was a whole, a whole fucking fest of assassinations. Yeah, and, and Johnson, I mean I've read like books about Johnson and how he was involved in all this shit, but it's very controversial and the JFK assassination community is very divided on how involved Johnson was or if he was at all. But the books I read on it are very convincing. Like Johnson has a, a a list of assassinations, of killings that happened that they think. Well, a guy that worked with him, that was in jail at the time, 
listed uh, like 18 murders that Johnson was responsible for, including JFK and RFK, I think, and Emily. I, at least JFK was on the list for sure. But he was involved in killing a lot of people. One of them was like, he, he had a guy who was, no, well, under, you know, in certain circles was known to be his, his assassin, like his personal guy who would do that shit for him. This guy walked into a golf course because there was a guy who was sleeping with Johnson's sister. This guy walked into a golf course in Texas and shot the guy in plain sight in front of everybody. His name was Malcolm Wallace or something like that. I can't remember. I might get the name wrong, but, and then there was a trial, right? And Johnson, um, I can't remember. I think he was a senator at the time. I don't think he was yet in real power, but I mean, he was really powerful as a senator. They called him the master of the Senate because he was able to get whatever he wanted, you know, from people. But um, he was in a hotel or a motel room, like down the street from the courthouse, calling in every few minutes to see how things were going. And his guy, the judge let him off. Like he gave him like a suspended sentence or something. He killed this guy in front of everyone. <laughs> He's an obvious one. Like wow. You could see that. I mean, it was obvious that he, he shot this guy. They also think Johnson killed his own sister because she was mouthing off about shit. That's wow. crazy stuff. Like no one would ever believe it, but yeah. it's pretty convincing <laughs> if you read the book. <laughs> it's fucking insane. I don't know, man. Let's see. Let's see how what what else keeps moving around, you know? Because yeah, these elections gonna be important, you know, for all this shit yeah. that happened. Things are um, nuts, man. Like every day, things just get worse and worse and worse. Oh, like, they're arresting thing. people for speech, and now this whole thing with Russell Brand. That's crazy. That's fucking um, crazy. It was about time, you know. Yeah. Was, but who knows? You know, who knows what happened? But the whole principle—that's what's fucked up because they're making, you know. They're already taking measures without knowing if the guy did this or did that. Or why are you fucking demonetizing this guy? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. That's, did you know. see the rumble letter? Yeah. The, that was yeah. pretty cool saw, that rumble stood up to the yeah. EU. I saw a video about it. I don't know who did it. Who did it? Mm -hmm. Uh, but I saw a video, I don't know if it was Keen or somebody, but they show the whole thing on the responses. Mm -hmm. Which is insane. So it, it all came from, from the UK parliament or something. But what is fucking insane, like, you have that guy, Prince Harry, which has been accused of hanging around on the island with underage girls Epstein. Right? Great point. Yep. And what's up with that? <laughs> yeah. And you worry you worry about this guy? Yeah. Yeah. You have it's amazing. You have the fucking prince. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did, so what's up with did, that? 
Did you hear about the Nazi that they they cheered for in the in the Canadian Parliament today? No, no. So, okay, you know that in World War II, Hitler invaded Russia, right? Yeah. And Russia, get, get, I don't know how many millions of people died, but a lot of, I don't know, seven million, I don't know what it was. Millions of Russians. Millions of, millions of their people died, like a big chunk of their population died defeating the Nazis. Now it was yeah. Stalin. I mean, you know, Stalin was a monster to his own people, but he—he—they're the ones that won the war, you know. Yeah, basically. And and so we flipped it, and today, they, there was an actual Nazi, um, Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau welcomed tiny Nazi Zelensky. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, yeah. Uh, they welcomed him to the parliament. He's a former SS member. Recognized, he was recognized and given a standing ovation because he fought against Russia at that time for the Nazis, for Hitler. <laughs> That's how fucked up this shit is. Dude, that fucking Trudeau. Yeah. It's something else, bro. That motherfucker. I know. I have a I have a friend that lives in fucking Canada. Mm-hmm. And he's actually talking about revolution. And he's a total anti-communist. And he doesn't say the word revolution. That's yeah. that's that's what's so funny about it. Because for yeah. us Cubans, mm-hmm. it's a bad word. Cubans, the word revolution it means not something as a progress for us. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody, which is stupid, right? That's what I told mm-hmm. my Cuban friend. Like, Dude, this is a word used for something else, for yeah. for progress, for something that is gonna, something good is gonna come out of there. Something's gonna break yeah. out the rules, the mold, the old ways, or whatever, mm-hmm. to for the better, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Right. But because we have that bad experience, every time mm-hmm. somebody... So it's funny to me, my friend is being all serious about it, but he's not using their word. And yeah. I'm fucking himself. I'm like, say, but say the word, say the word, say the word. <laughs> no? uh, but, but he's serious. He, think, he thinks that the only solution is going to be a civil war. Wow. That's what he thinks. He thinks like, he thinks that it's gonna to have to be a civil war. Yeah. Like people fighting against the government, fucking shit, you know? And yeah. that's why I don't blame him, bro, because, and that's why I've never been like a good, like second amendment guy, or whatever, but I understand why it's important to yeah. at least have, even though, you know, when you think about it, it's like, are you really gonna fight against I know. The army or whatever, but you never know, bro. Because when you have no other way, you find a way. Okay, because yeah. it's been done over and over and over. It's been done. That's how the Cubans. The same thing that happens in Cuba. That's what happened in the World War Two. The Cubans mm-hmm. kicked the fucking Spanish ass. 
And then when they were almost done with the Spanish people, the U.S. show up. Mm -hmm. And they took all the glory. Like they were the fucking, you know what I mean? They were the liberators or whatever. Right. And the Cubans were fighting the uh, the Spanish people for 10 years. Mm -hmm. More than 10 years. There was two wars. One was like five and the other was 10. Mm-hmm. And the Spanish people were already, the Spanish government was already like almost done. Like, fuck it, mm-hmm. said, almost done. And the Cubans, the US Army showed up. So, anyways, with the pretext yeah. of, uh, there's like a famous uh, ship, warship yeah. or something called mm-hmm. the Maine. And then, you know, supposedly, Somebody put a bomb on the fucking, it was an explosion. Somebody did like a terrorist act or whatever, and they blamed the Spanish people, the Spanish government. So that's why they just intervened in Cuba. Mm -hmm. You know, what they do, you know, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, whatever they need to do. Yeah. But anyways, my friend, he's talking about like the Trudeau, and you know, we all saw what happened over there in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The mandate. Even mm-hmm. him, the way he was talking, you know, yeah, the way he was talking, and after that, now he was saying like nobody makes you take the shot. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? You know they were hunting down indigenous people in Canada and forcing them to take it. <laughs> they were chasing them through the fucking forest and shit, and fucking yeah. um, forcing the vaccine on them. And Australia too, New Zealand, yeah, even over there in Europe too, and uh, I don't know if it's like Switzerland or all those countries, those Nordic mm-hmm. countries. Like they were beating people up for us, putting handcuffs, getting one away, and it's so fucking ridiculous. Me and the job that I have, I have to go to hospitals all the fucking time, mm-hmm. uh, and I can help for laugh. Like sometimes I find it funny when I see these people still with a fucking mask. Like yesterday, I went to the mall <laughs> with the kids, yeah. and we entered the store, and this guy wearing a fucking mask, but he was wearing a cloth mask, bro. Mm-hmm. And I almost felt like saying, "Dude, take that, sh- dude. That shit, you, you're just struggling all day long with that shit in your mouth, and that shit's not gonna work, bro." Especially yeah. this one. Jesus Christ, man. Grown-ass people. I know, dude. I see people walk. I saw a woman walking down the street in front of my apartment with a mask on yesterday outside by herself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see them all the time. I see them yeah. all the fucking time. And I'm like, I don't see a lot of people in masks, but I, the past couple of days I've seen a couple of people. I've seen people. I've seen people walking around with masks. It's crazy. But of course, it's not like it used to be. But yeah. even in the hospital, you go in the hospital, they still fucking. But you can see the doctors walking around without a mask. You know, mm-hmm. and the people. But they still have no signs. You know, we encourage. Mm-hmm. For what? Stop encouraging. <laughs> I say it doesn't work. I say work for know, something man. else, but not for that. It's and they need for... it didn't work. Yeah. 
I mean, I knew that mass didn't work. Like, I mean, years and years ago, I used to see a lot of like, and not to be discriminatory or anything, but I would see a lot of Asian people in the airports with masks. Yeah, yeah, they use it all the time. And, and I looked it up, and I and I saw that ma- that that they don't work, you know. And so I knew they didn't work years ago, like because I had looked into it, you know. And I think everybody knew that, and Fauci knew it and said they didn't work, and then he changed his mind. And told us to, to wear them, you know. Then he told us to wear but two. <laughs> but a lot, a lot of people use the uh, Asians as an example. Uh, yeah. The pro-mandate or pro-whatever, pro-mask mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They use the Asian example a lot. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. these people have been doing it for generations. and That's why. I'm like, that's why what? He came out from there. Didn't the fucking mm-hmm. COVID came out from there? Why did they accomplish? Exactly. So if the mask worked, then how the fuck they got over here? You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. Like, doesn't work, man. It's bullshit. Doesn't work. Yeah. It's so crazy. I don't. I, that, I was talking not to pick on my brother because I love my brother, but I remember getting into a discussion about masks with him, and you know, I was like, there's tons of studies that say they don't work. And he's like, but you could just tell that it would be better to have one on. I mean, you could just tell that it's not going to, as much, not as much stuff is going to come out or whatever. And I was like, what kind of science is that? Like, you guys are supposed to be talking about science. Like, you could just tell that it works. Like, what What are you talking about? Like, how, how are you an academic? Like, that makes no, that makes no sense to me. Like... <laughs> It doesn't. It's, no, it's the same. The same things that Fauci was trying to make us believe when they taught him about the top-notch organization that, that does studies concluded mm-hmm. that masks don't work. Not mm-hmm. even the N95. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And those mm-hmm. guys are supposed to be the top-notch organizations conducting this kind of experiments and shit in the world. And when they asked Fauci, Fauci said, no, but it's on the individual. And what does that mean? Because let's suppose they pick five people mm-hmm. without masks and five people with masks. They gave him the COVID. They all got it. What is the difference between being an individual? Because if five people, five people, each one of these persons are individual. You know what I mean? There are five, but there's one, two, three, four, five, right? So that's individually, there's five people individually, they both individually, they all got it. They all got it. So what the fuck do you mean by individual? You know what I mean? But people, bro. Exactly. So there's probably people looking at that shit and saying, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, right. what does that mean? It's fucking with... That's why they don't have I any ratings, bro. Exactly. Huh? That's why, no, exactly. That's, that doesn't mean anything. That, you don't know what that means because 
doesn't mean anything. Doesn't yeah. mean anything, basically. Yeah. Individual. No, it's on the individuals. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. And, and also, I don't know. All this shit happening, bro, like, Remember a picture I sent you the other day about uh, the Cuban president? He's in New York. He worked in New York. Some kind of yeah. a... I don't think I like saw that. Or maybe I didn't understand it or something. Go ahead. I sent you a picture. And that, uh-huh. remember a picture I told you? That guy, that guy is the president of Cuba with his wife. Mm-hmm. And these people taking a picture with them, those are the experts that all these shows that we watch, Mm-hmm. The progressive shows, the left shows. Mm-hmm. Those are the experts that supposedly they're Cuban, or they know about Cuban. I um, think they've been they've been showing them like a Cuban independent, and uh, actually they're not. They're not even Cuban. Okay. Mm-hmm. I found out today that they are from the from the Dominican Republic. Huh. And they didn't even grow up in Cuba or grew up in Romania. They grew up in New York, whatever. So mm. they're running. They're actually running for president, too. Some shit like that, like lady, whatever. So, in Cuba? No, they're running for a president here. They're oh. like communists. They're, they're communists, bro. They're fucking communists. They call them the, social, the socialist go, uh, party or some shit like that. Some bullshit. But they have, they are the people, they have the Cuban president here, and they make all this bullshit, and then they go to all the shows on the left and fucking gaslight everybody about the Cuban situation, oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And they are the Cuban experts. But you're the Cuban expert, but you always having so much fun with the Cuban president. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I don't like these motherfuckers, man. And I I don't like pasta. I don't like any of these motherfuckers. Yeah, I can't. That's another I can't thing watch that I can't. Show anymore. I, yeah. I I subscribe from his emails. Like I don't want to hear that pasta is running your show again every day. It's like I open Dude, the email to his face every time. Every Friday, every Wednesday, whatever Monday. I'm yeah. like, let me check if he's cheating here. He's always. I always. I always type. I always say, oh, no, this motherfucker again. I always type shit, bro. So I want him <laughs> to know. Yeah, well, I, I, I unsubscribed and I made a comment like, why don't you let Kurt run the show? Why don't you let Misha run the show? Like, make it the Jimmy Dore show. This guy has nothing to do with the Jimmy Dore show. Like, I don't know. Exactly. Why is he the fuck? It's a fucking Congo Couch show. Like, I don't want to watch that shit. I don't watch that yeah? shit. If I want to watch him, I watch the fucking Congo Couch. What? What? Uh, exactly. There's a reason I, don't, I stopped watching the combo couch. Yeah. Because of him and Fiorella. Because I can't yeah. stand their bullshit. They're fucking. Yeah. They're full of shit. They are full I of shit. I like that they opinion. stand up against the, you know, a lot of things. Like, they're on the right side of a lot of things, but they think that, you know, that Cuba's an exception. <laughs> like. Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 I don't. I don't understand it. And even Kurt does it too. Too. He does, he plays oh, yeah. the Cuban. The other day he was talking shit about the Cubans from Miami. And he was, uh, he was oh, playing wow. the fucking, the Cubans, uh, you know, he was playing, maybe I misunderstood, but 
he was doing talking about the same bullshit like oh the rich Cubans motherfuckers there's millions of Cuba thousands of Cubans yeah. around the world living in all different countries you see because they're all rich come on get the fuck out of yeah, here dude. like you don't know I, what you're talking yeah. about I, I have one of the guys on my group at work because we have groups now and I work with a handful of programmers and yeah. um, one of them is from Cuba. I love this guy. He's so great. And and I asked him one time, like how he got here and stuff. And his, I guess his grandfather was in jail too, like yours. And um, yeah. somehow they got, somehow like they were allowed to leave. Like, I don't know what it was. Like somehow there was some kind of, um, I don't know what it was, but it was like reparations or something like for having his grandfather being in jail or something. I don't know. He was able to get on a plane and leave. Like, yeah, some some, point, some people family. were able to. Some people were able to, but it took years. You have to apply. Yeah, it was blah, blah, years. Blah. I mean, it was not that yeah. long ago, I don't think, that he came. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to talk to him too much about it, but he's a really cool dude. He's really, really yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, but I'm sure if if you talk to him and he talks good about Cuba, about the Cuban mm-hmm. government, he's an asshole. He no, he doesn't. He he's, His course. grandfather stood against Castro right away. Like he was fighting exactly. and he stood against him. And that's why he yeah, exactly. Him. Like my grandpa. My grandpa was yeah. the same. He was like, Maybe they knew bullshit. each other. Maybe they knew each other. Who knows? They probably knew each other from the, in jail, you know? Right, all, the po- right. all the political prisoners there they knew each other and they had it on the same 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 places they're moving around yeah. the same group. but yeah man so you know these people come and then they gaslight the people and then you see them repeating the same shit oh, oh your family no bro my family wasn't rich was never rich and and that's the story of most of the Cubans you know what I mean? It's like you yeah, cannot. of course, right? How many rich Cubans were there? They act like there's like fact, millions of rich Cubans. Like yeah, the whole rich. island. Why was there a fucking yeah. revolution if everybody's fucking rich? Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it's stupid. But the thing is like, it's been so many years. And yeah. you you will think this new generations, this younger people, you know, mm. it's been like more than how many generations. So are you still mm. thinking the same? You know, yeah. are they still rich or what? Come on, bro. It's like ridiculous. Horrible, like, I, I mean, but hard. you know, the thing, the thing is, is like I would believe it too if I didn't know you. And that's the part that you know, it's like they don't talk to the Cubans is a problem because if they talk to the Cubans, they would understand, and they won't because they just. It's like it's like the reason why they won't look into the vaccine. People won't look into the vaccine because the vaccines are safe and effective because the government says it's like. They won't look into yeah, their yeah. fucking, they won't talk to the Cubans because the Cubans are all fucking, you know, rich um, families who want their property back or whatever. Like, But the reason, the reason they think that way about Cuba and the embargo, those are the same shit, some, the same bullshit, is because they have these people here that works for the Cuban government. So that's why when they, those Cuban, the Cuban president goes to New York, Mm-hmm. He goes big with these people. That's the people he's gonna meet. The people that work for them because they work for them. These are the only right. people that are gonna take pictures of them. 
and do something and, and do speeches and do this bullshit. But mm-hmm. uh, that's the only people it takes in reality, you know. And it turns out this guy, I think it's the same guy. His name is Manuel something, Manolo something. I know this too. Um, what's the name of that girl that used to be in the useful idiot? What's her name? Katie something. Kate, Katie something. I remember one time she had two of those guys in there. That guy and another girl. And they were acting like they were like independent press in Cuba, which is not true. That's what I, I, I wrote. You know that's not true. You know there is no independent media in Cuba. There is mm-hmm. none. Mm-hmm. There's only one. And they have to be from the Communist Party. And they all have the Communist Party behind them. It. It's like... Mm-hmm. There's not, no TV, nothing. There's no way you have an independent reporter doing interviews to political prisoners or any other shit like that. You know what I mean? And when you have all these questions, when you go and you go to see RFK Jr. and you ask him a tough question about Israel, mm-hmm. but when you go to Cuba, you don't ask the cost questions about political prisoners, uh, people that don't like, you know what I mean? The opposition, you have a position here. What's going on? But you know, you don't, you don't get tough over there. You only get tough over here. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So that, that, that's what bothers me, the hypocrisy sure. of, of yeah. not, you know, I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust this one. That's what I sometimes just like, are they gaslighting me about this shit, the United States too? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, and they're so arrogant about it and so cruel to people like you. Like, yeah. I remember Caitlin Johnstone responded to something he said, and it was fucking mean, man. It's like, fuck you. Like, this is a person who suffered under this regime. He's telling his story. Yeah, and... this she's a bitch. I was watching it the other day, uh, also criticizing somebody. I don't know, the whole trance thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she actually got a lot of people like, from the left telling her, hey, dude, he's wrong. You know what I mean? The whole pronouns or whatever the fuck, you know? They were talking about that. And she got really like, you know how she is? She's like very like egocentric. She's like, you know, she never loses. She's the most, she's just martyr in the room. She's, mm-hmm. she's, uh, she's superior to everybody. Intellectually, mm-hmm. she's the shit. Mm-hmm. And, and, oh, what are you guys? Ah, she was giving shit to Kim Iverson. Really? Yeah. Because Kim Iverson was talking about the whole issue with the trans thing, they, they, or whatever, which is stupid. Yeah. I mean, she's basically saying this is waste of fucking time. And Mm -hmm. then she came and called her stupid, basically. She said, this is a stupid uh, point of view or a stupid uh, position. You know what I mean? They always have to come and fucking uh, call somebody if media Kim, or stupid. If, or if Kim Iverson is some th- is one thing in the world, it's it's definitely not stupid. I mean, she exactly. is. I love her. I love her. Yeah, I don't yeah. always agree with her, but she's not stupid. But she's fair. She is the she's fairest very fair. one. Yeah. 
Yeah. She, it's she very did the fair. Russell Brand breakdown and she looked at all the evidence and she was like, this yeah. one is kind of, you know, this one is kind of scary. Like, you know, I mean, that was a really great video. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of times when this, uh, when I see like a topic that I can mm -hmm. understand very well, the situation, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it to, I to always wait for her to do her show about it. So I can understand yep. that easily. She makes it yeah, she's the best. easy to understand, you know? Yeah. So basically the only shows I've been watching is Jimmy and her, but now it's only her because we have this fucking yeah. bastard over here. Like, get the fuck out of I here. I know, dude. I fucking miss Jimmy. I, I... The one I'm thing, like... he doesn't go into the Cuba thing hardly at all, which is great. Yeah. I wish I could meet him one day. I think next time I'm going to tell you, hey, dude, If I see him on one of his show and go, I'm going to tell him, if you really want to know about Cuba, why don't you talk to me? I don't want to be on your show. I don't want to be in the show. But yeah. let's just get a couple of drinks and I'll tell you everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Smoke a joint and have a couple of beers. I'll right. tell you everything. You know? It's not what yeah. you think. So, That would be so I mean, awesome, man. I mean. Yeah, dude. But sometimes I feel I feel because sometimes I've seen I've seen Jimmy a couple of times uh, acknowledging when a country is a dictatorship. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He I think he said it before. He mentioned Cuban being a dictatorship, or yeah. or China being a dictatorship, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, he at one point he said he was reading a book about Cuba and it was about somebody who was discriminated, like a gay guy in Cuba who was like discriminating against or something. Like, yeah, it's probably that uh, that writer. You see, the other watch that movie? I think so. Well, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, but I think there were two guys. One was a uh, a poet, a gay mm -hmm. poet, something. Mm -hmm. Or, or another guy that was also a boy that was in jail, Cuba, he was a political prisoner. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but the movie, I think the movie they made with that guy, Javier Gardam, Javier Gardam, or whatever his name is, mm -hmm. Javier Garcia Bernal, or whatever his name is, the Spanish dude, mm -hmm. he played the Cuban, he was about that shit, bro. It's like, but at least Jimmy, acknowledge that these countries have dictatorships, you know. But for example, he never he never mentioned dictatorship when he talks about Venezuela. You know? I know. But I'm like, okay, because they've been speaking And I'm not know. and I'm not that like passionate about Venezuela as I am about Cuba because I don't know, like for sure. Like I mean I, I believe you, I trust you, but at the same time I'm not like I'm not as convinced. I'm not as convinced about the Venezuela thing as I am about the Cuba thing. There's a lot of things about Venezuela that I'm trying to learn too, but all the mm -hmm. people that I learned that I know that are Venezuelan, mm -hmm. they basically they don't like that shit. They don't like mm -hmm. Maduro. They know, and supposedly that's all under Cuba. Cuba basically. When people talk about puppet presidents, those guys mm -hmm. are puppet presidents for Cuba. That's why Cuba's been getting the fucking oil from Venezuela. That's the reason, right. you know? Mm -hmm. 
And the other thing that I actually, I need to dig more into it. Mm -hmm. I might try to get books or something about it, but uh, about the whole narco traffic in right. South America, Cuba is behind right. it too. Right. That's how, mm -hmm. that's how they uh, make the money to fund all these militias or whatever, rebel armies, you know. That's mm -hmm. how they did the whole Salvador, Colombia, fucking, you know. So, but I don't really know. I know about it because I heard all the Cubans talking about it, but I don't really know, like, specific names mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But actually, I saw an interview with uh, Pablo Escobar's right hand, bodyguard, mm -hmm. the yeah. famous dude, and he's actually mentioning Fidel Castro and fucking Raul Castro, his brother, and the Cuban government. And he's mentioning, mm -hmm. like, they knew. They knew. Right. They made a deal with them. That's how they cross. They cross a lot of drugs from United States, and the mm -hmm. Cuban government all you need to do is just look the other way. That was mm -hmm. the deal. You know, they were involved in that shit. They were getting money, right? And that's how Ochoa, that guy, the general that you saw the documentary, yeah, when he came out, all those guys because he came out, they were in Miami. They were already buying houses in Miami and all that shit. Mm -hmm. So at some point, people were like, what the fuck, these guys are generals of the uh, Cuban army and they're living in Miami, <laughs> <laughs> driving expensive yeah. cars and wearing Rolex, you know? Mm -hmm. So when that shit came out and the whole narco traffic came out, that's why the Cuban government said, oh fuck, we need to blame somebody. So they blamed this guy, Yeah, you know? And the guy knew that the guy was actually saying, like, come on, bro. Wow. They probably, I think they, they made a deal with him and said, you're going to have to die, bro, if you want to save your family. That's it. Yeah. Right. You're going to have to take the blame. I remember I sent that video to uh, Russ Baker, who I was volunteering for at that time, and he was like, "If this is true, this is we got to run this story." Like he was like, "We got to run this story. This is amazing." And then he just dropped it, and I asked him a couple of weeks. I told you this already, but I asked him a couple yeah. weeks later. I was like, "Whatever happened with that?" He was like, "Oh, I ran it by my um, my colleague, who's a Cuban expert. She said Castro would never do that. <laughs> that was the end of it. That was, That's that was his journalism." The Cuban expert. Yeah, Cuban some expert. Cuban fucking journal, some journalist who's a Cuban so-called expert. Yeah, yeah, it's never a Cuban. It's an expert, but it's never a Cuban. <laughs> right, never a Cuban. That's funny. It's an expert in Cuban issues, but he's not Cuban. Right. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, let's see. We'll see how. Let's see. Uh, I know that now the next, the next thing uh, that's going to happen is when they finally announce that Biden is going to quit or whatever. Biden is quitting for so yeah. going to have reasons or whatever, and they're going to put uh, whatever they're going to put in there. So, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, that's what I think is they're going to put in there. Uh, is it going to be Gavin Newsom or they're going to push Michelle Obama? 
Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I know. But Michelle Obama still have a lot of power over over these chips. The people that watch with you, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. The <laughs> people that watch with you are they're gonna vote for Michelle Obama for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this old lady. I cannot stand those women on the View, man. They are just oh so horrible. God, I remember Layla. Jimmy said something that was so great at one of his live shows. I don't know if you were there. I probably talked about it before because I talk about it all the time. Where he was like, "It's the, it's called the View because they all share the same view. You know, it's the View. It's <laughs> exactly. The, it's like." The narrative, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They all share the same view. No, like he kind of said it and let it go, but that was fucking brilliant. Like, that's, it was a joke, but it's true, you know? <laughs> you know, now that you're talking about it, one time I had an altercation on Facebook mm-hmm. with one of these guys when the whole issue, I mean, telling them, hey, biting is not a solution, bro. Bernie's a guy. And they shoot mm-hmm. Bernie, you know. So I was like in the shit, you know, always shooting on, on Biden and the Biden administration or whatever before before the elections. Yeah. And this guy got on my nerves, mm-hmm. and and I told him, dude, you need to stop watching the View. Mm-hmm. And the guy called me an asshole. <laughs> 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 but uh. But my friend actually, he was in my friend's post, and my friend actually said, "Hey, I don't want any fights here." But and then I stopped, you know, I didn't want to tell him. Oh, it was him who started because he's the one who started. I was, yeah. I wasn't talking to him. He just went in there and started talking shit. So when I <laughs> told him that, but but now that I think about it, he probably got even more offended because I think the guy was gay. Uh huh. So. I don't know, in my opinion, if a man is watching that show, he has to be gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, I think he... Because, but I didn't mean it that way. I just yeah, saw yeah, the yeah. view. I just <laughs> mentioned the view because it's ridiculous, right? But I didn't thought about yeah. it, but I was like, when I went to his... uh profile something yeah. gave me the the i don't know gave me the vibe that he was gay or something yeah you know lots of rainbows so, and stuff i don't know like a little doggy <laughs> <laughs> you know those motherfuckers that walk around with a little chihuahua and a fucking starbucks right you know so i don't know maybe maybe he took it personal or whatever I mean, he said, oh, you think I'm gay? I watched the view because I'm gay. I don't know. Who knows? But he was funny. Uh, but I was like, I wish I could meet that guy one day. because Maybe maybe I maybe I met him before. Maybe I met him in one of his uh, jam sessions. Because I'm, I'm, it was through a friend of mine. It's like very like, they were artists and stuff like that, musicians, artists. And sometimes they have these parties or whatever. They have this whole jam or whatever. So maybe I met him in one of those parties, but the guy called me an alpha on Twitter. Dude, you need to stop watching the view. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you need to stop getting your news from the view. 
You know? Hey, so <laughs> I don't watch the news, the real asshole. <laughs> well, it's pretty, I mean, you know, it, it could be an insult that way. It could also be an insult if somebody's getting all their political opinions from the view. <laughs> exactly. It's a pretty lame place to go for your. Yeah, yeah, opinion. yeah. But yeah, that show is fucking ridiculous. When they're all talking at the same time. And they read those, like that Joe Behar lady, like she reads those, like when, oh when she's God. arguing with someone, she just goes and reads like, well, you said blah, blah, blah. And she reads it off a piece of paper. Like she doesn't even know what she's, like she's just reading talking points that were handed to her, you know? Like when they had Tulsi on, I think she did it to her. It's like she's oh, just yeah. reading. Yeah, but Tulsi, 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 when she was there, she, she fucking <laughs> put her in her place. Yeah, I know. I think. Put her in her. Those two should run with RFK, bro. RFK or. I, I think he would pick her, man. He might pick Kucinich, you know? Kucinich is running his campaign. Kucinich is fucking awesome. I mean, he was anti war for years. I mean. Who? I voted for him. Dennis Kucinich. Who's that? Dennis Kucinich was a congressman who was anti war. He was one of the few liberal Democrats, and they. they they changed the districting to get him out. The, the Democrats got him out on, you know, by changing the districts in his. Oh, I think I know who it is. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's him. running the campaign. Like he comes out and says, "We're RFK." So. Oh, okay. He 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 ran for president like in 2004 um, as a Democrat, and I voted for him in the primaries. Maybe even 2008. No, I don't think 2008. But she's pretty be. awesome. She could be a good vice president for either way candidate it comes out, either either uh, you know, Republican or Democrat. You know that vice president doesn't do shit. They just oversee the Senate. Like, they don't do shit. Like, when Johnson yeah, was vice I, president, when Johnson was vice president, he was bored. He was pissed off. He was, like, um, he was... He, they kept giving him these bullshit assignments that pissed him off, and he uh, he hated it. Um, but don't, I, I don't, don't you that. think like a vice president could be like like some kind of like consigliere or something? You know what I mean? Like they could, vice... but I don't know that they ever are. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, I they could if they had like if they both felt the same way and they were passionate and they agreed on stuff, maybe, but. Not necessarily. So it's like when people talk about it, just kind of for show. Like, I mean, it is the person who would take over if that person died. I mean, that's a big thing, I guess. Because, you know, if if Biden died tomorrow, then Kamala would be president. Exactly. That's that's the only thing. I mean, it's people act like they're actually going to collaborate together, but not necessarily, I don't think. I mean, Kennedy completely, completely left LBJ out of the loop on everything. He only talked to his brother. He didn't talk to anybody else because he knew he couldn't trust anybody. Yeah. I don't know. Is she, is she wrong? I would vote for her. Me too. I, I, you know, I don't know if I can completely trust her, but I, I would too. I mean, I don't know if yeah, I trust I RFK. I, I, those will be the two that I would love to see. Exactly. Right. 
Kucinich might agree. be good too. Who? Kucinich, the guy who's his his yeah uh, yeah yeah campaign yeah, man. Let's see. We still have almost a year. We still have a year. Yeah. Anyway, crazy shit, bro. Well, it's good talking to you. Uh, nice talking to you, likewise, brother. Yeah, thanks Hopefully for this tonight. I was I was not expecting it. I think it was good. Oh, me neither, man. But uh, if we can do it, let's do it. Yeah, I think the more the more we do, the better. Yeah, yeah. If we want to like yeah. get people to listen, if we take months yeah. off in between, people aren't gonna listen. We we have to do it. No, uh, but there was a time that I was really too busy. Too busy. Do you remember when I was like between moving? I moved like two different times in less yep. than a month. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, the job. This job takes a lot of my time too. During the yeah. week too. And then on the weekends, I was always having something going on too. So, right. Yeah. Uh, looking for a job or whatever. So, mm -hmm. but now all of a sudden I have time on Sundays. But, you know. Okay. So, well, anytime you want to do it, let me know. I'm I'm down. Oh, thanks, for sure. No, no, that's what I texted you today. So, man, let me see. Because I didn't know. I know sometimes there's no something to talk about much. It's the same bullshit. But... <laughs> yeah. There's a, I'll, I'll keep track of new stuff so I have a, a list of stuff, you know. Yeah. No, me too. Me too. I, I always check out Twitter or list or something and I keep watching, you know, some Savvy Sab over here and Kim the other way. Mm hmm. Uh, you should get the Substack app and and start subscribing to different channels that you think are cool because those things come in right away. Like you see it on your phone every time someone posts a new post, and you can just open the app and read the article. It just oh, constantly so it's an app. Long. Yeah, it's an app for Substack. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. oh yeah, I'll check it pretty, out. Pretty cool. And you see videos and everything in there too. Um, well, if someone links to a video, they often do, and you can just click it and go to the video. How about Rumble? Rumble has a, a uh, what do you call it, uh, an app too? Or no? I think so, but I don't really do much on Rumble. I mean, yeah. I, I'll click on a link and watch something on Rumble, but I, I'm not that... Anytime I want to look for something on Rumble, it's not there. Like, I, I don't really see much on Rumble. Yeah, usually what I check out mostly is like either YouTube or Twitter. Yeah, me too. Twitter's becoming pretty good now. You can see. I can't wait till Elon Musk charges us to be on Twitter. I'm just going to leave. Oh, yeah, me too. Fuck, I'm not going to pay for that shit. I think it's just going to die. It's just going to become fucking bullshit at that point no if we charge if you start charging it's gonna die yeah the same with youtube or whatever like i i've been wishing for somebody to come up with a new youtube or something you know so, yeah uh, well i'm yeah. i'm pretty impressed by rumble standing up against the eu trying to cancel russell brand yeah no that's that was great that is great
That's the way it's supposed to be, man, because it's not, you know, why am I going to cancel this person who's not doing anything? Right. He's not saying anything here that makes me cancel them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not breaking our agreements. It's not breaking uh, our standards. Yeah, he's not convicted of anything yet. I mean. Exactly. If he gets convicted or whatever, maybe, but it's not. That's the thing. Like, you guys want this guy to suffer without nothing being resolved. You know, they spent a year investigating him, like just some media organization in the UK decided to investigate him for like a year to get all this evidence. Like they went after him. It's not like people came out of the woodwork and, and talked about him. They, they looked for evidence. They talked, yeah. they did research and found people because they wanted to take him down. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. That that's how they approach. Uh, I don't know who it was. One of the girls or something. They admitted it in the article, like in the article. Yeah. I don't know if it was the BBC or something like that, but they admitted it. Like we spent a year looking into Russell Brand, and uh, you know it's obvious what they're doing. Not to, not to say that if he raped someone that that's excusable. I'm not saying that, but yeah. Um, you know, it's a takedown. Like the only reason we know about it is because they they wanted to take him down. Exactly. Why why would they? Why would they? Any other reason would they want to be interested in that shit? Right. That's the only reason. Because Headlines, clicks. Exactly. But I doubt it. Headline clicks and and a hate piece. Just being a hate mm -hmm. piece because. He was actually the media darling for a while, mm -hmm. since he's always he's always leaned left. You know what I mean? And maybe at some point he was a shit liberal too. Right, right. You know what I mean? And yeah. yeah, he was always that's another thing that they say that he was always open about his lifestyle, and everybody used to laugh at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And another thing, why do you wait so long right. for something like that to come out? You know I, mean, I mean, we could say the same thing about Tara Reid. I mean, you know, when Joe Biden started running for president, she came out and announced that he raped her. Like, Yeah, but Tara um, Reid had some kind of a proof that she actually went to somewhere. And her mom called CNN. Yeah. Her I'm mom sure called right. CNN. I don't the yeah, her mom called CNN, and there's actually a video of her mom talking to uh, that guy. What's his name? Lizard? What's the name of that guy? The old man? Larry King? Larry King, yeah. <laughs> Remember like, yeah. how I was trying to, to call him the Lizard? He looks like a Lizard. <laughs> he actually did look like a fucking My friend BC met him one time. He, he was working at like Santa Monica Video. And Larry King came in to read a, uh, he had to read some kind of promo. So Larry King showed up and he was a fucking asshole. Like he wouldn't even look him in the eye. Like he was just a fucking prick. And he, he just like went into the room and read it perfectly. Like one take and then walked out. And didn't say a word to anybody. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Oh, you see how it's turned now. He's saying he's woke. Have you seen that shit? No, 
but I believe and it. And, you know, people have been getting on his on his case because all this lately he's being very authoritarian, you know what I mean? He was in mm -hmm. about the vaccines and the shit. Fuck yeah, it, yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. fuck this and fuck that. And if you, you know. So the other day he said something like, fuck it, yeah. If I'm woke, I'm woke. Whatever, I'm a woke. Who the fuck? Fuck you. Right. Or you know what was surprising um, is that, you know that Republican lady who wore that, she got all dressed up and she was vaping or something at some play. And uh, they're they're making a big deal out of it. So Howard Stern oh. was talking about her, and he was like, "She's wearing a slut dress, a titty dress." He's like, "She's wearing a titty dress, like that's a like she just wore a nice looking dress, like she looks sexy." And he was he was like slut shaming her, like it was fucking disgusting coming from him, like the guy who had all the butt bongos and like yeah, you know, just tons and tons of degrading stuff like butterface contests and stuff like it was just yeah. fucking, the shit that that guy's done has been so fucking horrible to women i mean you know i'm not i, I didn't judge him so harshly when i used to watch the show but come on dude. yeah that's ridiculous i mean the lady looked fucking beautiful like what are you talking about that, it wasn't even no, like that. it was just like it just showed off her body the way it snug you know it was a good snug fit like she just looked nice you know like if that's a girl, the lady, the lady that supposedly was having some kind of uh, sex on a movie theater or something. Yeah, I guess so. And she was vaping. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I saw a video, but I didn't. I saw like a video from a camera. Yeah. But yeah. you can even tell if it's her or not. It's just an attractive woman in a movie theater, and it looks yeah. like she's maybe kissing somebody in the movie theater. So who gives a fuck? Yeah, well, who fucking you. cares? It's fucking bullshit, man. It's just the Democrats trying to score points against Republicans. It's so fucking stupid. Fucking crazy. It, it's like, well, now I can I cannot go to the movie theater and be horny. <laughs> well, I, I think it was like a Broadway horny. show or something. Who cares? Whatever. I, I, like, know, I know. I know. You know? Right. She has to be like. In the Senate, all his moment of her life, no, she's doing whatever a human being does. That's exactly. But that's how that's all they do, bro. That's all they do. That's what I tell all these motherfuckers, like, like, you know, oh, the Republicans want to pass this, like the fucking Gavin Newsom on Twitter, like talking about the Second Amendment and talking about the fucking. I'm like, dude, we don't give a fuck about that shit, bro. Mm -hmm. Come on, like in my in my head, it's like, how the hell are you gonna? Not him, any Democrat, any Democrat, right mm -hmm. now, that comes to me, any politician Democrat, especially from California, they comes here and tell me about, start talking to me about something that is not homelessness, inflation, gas prices. Food prices, rent prices, fucking mm -hmm. taxing us out of our asses for everything. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. taxing us when we get paid on our paychecks, taxing us on the fucking thing that we buy, taxing us on the car we drive, taxing us on everything, bro. 
like right. the food that we eat, you know, yeah, out of our asses. And you're gonna come talk to me about Second Amendment and fucking they, they, theirs, who, she, him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that shit, bro. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, the fucking yeah. trans. I don't give a shit about that, bro. That's not a fucking issue. That's not yeah. an issue. My issue is like, if I need to put a new set of tires in my car, it's going to cost me a thousand dollars. And, you know, I'm not happy about that shit. You know what I mean? That's right. what we need to talk about. And the food and the fucking, you're going to buy a yeah. deodorant. It's like fucking deodorant. It's like $10. It's like, what the fuck, bro? Right. This is fucking deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, it's insane. It's insane. Are you going to talk to me about both for me because of the Second Amendment? Get that fuck out of here. I know. And, and, and especially in a thing that we know, if they, try, if they really take the Second Amendment out of here, you know? Yeah. You don't want to do that because that's what happened in Cuba, that's what happened in Venezuela, that's what happened everywhere. That you know mm-hmm. there's a dictatorship, that's what they do. That's the first thing they do. They take away your guns. Yeah. And it's true. You know. So fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm with you, man. It's it's really it's crazy. I hope it's not Gavin Newsom. I hope it's someone who's I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I don't know. Probably doesn't matter. But... It's probably going to be the same no matter what, because the same people are going to run the shit as Joe Biden. They're not going to give up that power. Exactly. No, it's not. Joe Biden is like, yeah. It's that motherfucker is like, every single, every day is something new about that guy walking off stage. <laughs> What's that fucking... I know, man. Oh my God. But they must just not show that on CNN or, you know, on all those channels because people don't know about it. Like, they don't get the jokes. Like, if, if I was talking to my dad about Joe Biden, he wouldn't get the jokes. He wouldn't understand any of it. Like, it's all over his head. It's just like they didn't report when Obama signed the indefinite detention bill. You know, they have the right to disappear yeah. anybody they want because Obama signed the bill at midnight on New Year's Eve. And it's like nobody knew about it because, well, we knew about it because we read independent media who's critical. Yeah. It's not not partisan. But if you're reading the partisan media, you're not going to know about the bad shit that your guy does. You're just not going to know about it. So it's like, how, how do you have a debate with someone when they don't even know the shit happened? I was talking to someone like after the kill list stuff came out in the New York Times even. And the guy told me I was a conspiracy theorist. So I was like, come on, dude, what are you talking about? This is known, you know? <laughs> it's like, wow. That's crazy, dude. Let's see, let's see what happens. Let's see. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting because this is a year that I haven't voted like in two years, I think. Yeah. Well, the last time I voted was the for, well, the second time that Bernie ran. Yeah, I voted for Bernie. I think you voted for Tulsi, right? 
No, I voted for Bernie on the on the primary. Yeah. Okay. So did I. I think I did. Yeah. I was gonna get Tulsi. Remember, yeah. this is one weird thing. Before we go, remember when when uh, Jimmy was was telling Bernie to drop out, and he was saying that he's endangering people's lives by telling them to go and vote for him because of COVID. Remember that? That was crazy. Even then, yeah, I knew yeah. that was crazy. I was like, come on, dude. People are outside. They're fucking voting. They're standing in line outside. They're not They're not in a fucking building standing. You know, it's like, I don't know. I was, I was, he was wrong on COVID for a long time. <laughs> he, he came around, but he was wrong on it for a while. And we knew like math didn't work and shit. And he was still talking about math and stuff. It's like, Ah, Bernie. He took a while. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie, he took a fucking turn on a 180 degree turn, for sure. Like, from whatever he was preaching, mm-hmm. he run the first time and the second mm-hmm. time to mm-hmm. when he finally got in there. Mm-hmm. He's totally, he's basically agreeing with everything. The Biden says the war. No, the I war. know. No, and even his debate with Biden was so fucking like he just laid down for the guy. Like he, it was so obvious he wasn't trying. No, what kills me? What killed me? But I, I told you before, what really kills me was when mm-hmm. he went to fucking Jimmy Fallon. That's what mm-hmm. killed me. When Jimmy Fallon asked him, "So you think Biden has a chance?" And he said yes, right away. Right. Instead of saying no, yeah. bro, he doesn't have a chance because I am the man. Right. That's what he said. When he said yeah, 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 I was like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck right. are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he went campaigning for him. Point. He yeah. went campaigning for him, basically. Yeah. So it makes me think about, that's why you don't trust nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I think Cornell may be a Bernie, like, you know, a sheep person. Yeah, I think think he's a Bernie. I think he's a Bernie. Yeah, Yeah, there's something about him that, I don't know, the way he's running, I think, I'm not saying that he's right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I have a feeling that he's going to do the same thing. Yeah, like you said. Like, yeah, and he's so. My my theory is that he's so Trump deranged that he he thinks it's okay to lie to people and pretend to do a campaign against Biden. In the end, endorsing Biden, getting all as many exactly. of the black community involved in his campaign, and then hand them off to Biden because Trump is so bad. It's okay to lie to people. It's okay to lie to your people now because Trump is so bad. Just like so many other things that, like when Sam, what's that guy's name? Sam, um, the guy said it was if 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 fucking Biden had children locked in his basement or something and he was raping them, it would still be okay because Trump is so bad. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they 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 believed in in going against. Like that's why all the censorship is okay. That's why, you know, so many things are okay yeah, yeah. now that, you know. Everything is justified. So yeah. Everything is justified. Yeah. yeah. So, 
It wouldn't All surprise me if he's so Trump deranged that he that he thinks it's okay yeah. to do that. But and that's exactly the biggest sign. The sign is like he's basically you're running a third party, but it's basically your message is the same message that the Democrats are running. Yep. Trump, Trump, that Trump. Was Jimmy's Trump. point. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was it's crazy. Basically, yeah, that shit is great. That that <laughs> right there tells me that it's not gonna work, and that you at least do like Bernie, wait until the last minute or something. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they already do it. They already pledged their loyalty like so early on. I mean, he was pledging his loyalty to to Biden during the People's Party camp. Yeah, and they did. And all because of the Trump thing. Yeah, yeah. Because of fascism. We got to stop fascism. Fascism. But Monday, people, fucking shit, put it on your body and fighting. You know, firing like seventy thousand nurses and doctors in New York because they don't want to get the job, the shot. And then replacing no. them with like National Guard people who weren't vaccinated. That's the part that blows my mind. Yeah, that's not fascist. They, they hired people who who weren't vaccinated to or who weren't required to be vaccinated to replace those workers they fired for not getting vaccinated. That proves that it wasn't about safety; it was about control. Exactly. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. So I don't know why people don't if, care about that. They just don't care. If you exactly, if you don't think that has uh, some kind of weight or priority mm-hmm. on one of the things that you should be really afraid of, mm-hmm. that you're talking about it all the time about fascism, if you don't think that shit is mm-hmm. fascism, and workers' rights and stuff, yeah, exactly. I don't trust your judgment. Then you know, I'm not saying he's a bad person, but you're not the person for the job, in my opinion. So I agree. I don't know if I'm gonna vote for. Him. Yeah. I w- I won't vote for that guy. I just won't vote. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna vote unless RFK is in there. Yeah, yeah. And I you may mean, not still. I may not still. But um, I mean, yeah. I don't agree with but him. But if on I that, do, everything. But yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> but he true. might I be the only him. choice. If he if he send that up him against Trump or something, okay, I'll vote for him. But yeah. shit. Because he actually what these people don't understand is like he actually in the uh, event that Trump doesn't get to to run. Mm-hmm. Or be on the ballot or whatever because he gets in jail whatever they do to him, mm-hmm. there might be a chance that a lot of Trumpers will vote for Kennedy. Oh, just, I think so. Just because all the people that I talk to that are fucking hardcore Trumpers, mm-hmm. they have told me already. That guy, mm-hmm. I will vote for him because I like his stand-up on the yeah. fucking COVID shit. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, and Trump says they saved like two hundred million lives with his vaccine. Like he still says that. And a lot of and a lot of Trumpers are not. I'm not okay uh, with the my with the, all this money that people are sending to Ukraine. 
are not mm -hmm. okay with wars anymore like they used to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit more anti-establishment now too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey man, if you're anti-establishment, that's a good, a good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. Then we can educate each other in our cultures and our shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Later on, and you, and I'm not gonna get to like you, and you're gonna get to like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they want to keep us divided. That's the thing. Right. Man, all I know is that when I look, when every time I've seen like Trump, Trump rallies and stuff, everybody's happy. They're smiling. They're happy. They're partying. Yeah. You know, I saw. I remember seeing like this whole Trump like parade go down the street on Van Nuys Boulevard uh, during the camp during the 2020 uh, yeah. election, and. Um, they were all so happy. They were like waving and, you know, it's like, they're not, they're not pissed off people. They're not angry people. They're not, you know, even the January 6th, I was watching January 6th before it all went down. I was watching, um, I think it was uh, uh, status quo coverage and everybody was happy partying, hanging out with their kids and stuff. Like it wasn't, you know, it, it's like these people are not who, who they paint them out to be. Oh, now, now you're being a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? Uh, Shit. I've crossed the line. Uh, you crossed the line, brother. <laughs> you should stay cool. in the John Coltrane state of mind. Exactly. <laughs> All right, bro. Dragging John Coltrane into this shit, man. What, yeah, exactly. what does he have to do with it? Come on. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I can't, I can't stand. And this speech is, I don't know, it doesn't move me at all. It doesn't move me. Yeah. So I don't know. Neither. Let's see. All right, man. All right, man. Have a good On one. To... Good talking to you as always. You too, man. Likewise. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. And we'll do it again. Yeah, and keep an eye on the news. See what happens. Okay, take care. Masters of deception from the ancient.